kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. What up? It's episode one sixty nine. One sixty nine. Ideological Sense Podcast. This is your boy Busby. Give me a hell yeah! And over here is your boy JC. No hey And Marty. What the fuck is up, man? Shit. Better now. It's been two weeks. Y'all survived this Bay Area fucking wind. Shit. That was that Michael Jackson wind, bro. Half my lemon tree's gone, but I mean, yeah. I'm alright. Yeah. I heard people's power going out. Yeah, mine was one of them. Oh, Damn, wow. That really sucks. Yeah, mine it, was, it wasn't so bad. It was only a couple hours. Mine, mine bar didn't go out, thank God. But, yeah. I was out and about working, and every time I get out the car, she would try to shove me back in. Like, it's Joe ass back I felt so fucking violated. Like, mm. I'm about to start swinging said, that air. Like, mm. what the fuck? Mother Nature's like, get your ass back in the car. Yeah. Closes the door in your face. That shit was, <laughs> that shit was wow. It's a, the, uh, the wind miles per hour, I think, got up to like. I don't know if it was directly here, but in California in general, mm. I think it got up to like. 120 up in the mountains. I believe it. Shit. Or some shit like some crazy shit. That's fucking wild. Wasn't even, no, what was wild was on Friday night. I got home like late. And I don't know if y'all saw, but it was hella fucking foggy. Like Silent Hill type foggy. And I'm like, yeah. I got out the car. And I'm like, this is some shit from Silent Hill. Like, this shit was fucking spooky. I'll be honest with you, man, because I'm usually up around those times, like mm-hmm. on the weekends and shit, right? Yeah. It's been like that the last few weekends and shit. Whoa. Yeah, it's, yeah, it it's was a trip. It was mm-hmm. super foggy. I'm like, okay, if I hear a fucking bell go off, I'm taking my ass <laughs> in the house. If y'all see Silent Hill, y'all get it. But yeah, my weekend was cool. Y'all weekend was cool. Shit happened. A lot of it. Where do we begin? I mean, this is literally like a pick of where you can start. There's just a lot of shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm looking at my areas. notes. I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, let's start. Nick, Nikki and Meek. Nikki and Meek. And I've been waiting, baby. We wanted to talk about this. This happened. It started like two weeks ago, but I think Kobe's death was just like, man, who the fuck about it? No, I think it was, it was before Kobe's death when that shit happened. Oh, they were in the store. Yeah, no, I think we touched on it a little. No, bit. we didn't. We did not touch it at all. We didn't even talk about it. Then it was probably when the it was probably the week going into what happened with Kobe. Probably. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever the case. Yeah, it was. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the case, we didn't care about talking about it because I did not want to give Nikki any more energy. But Nikki Minaj was like, uh-uh-uh, you going to give me attention. So, give me what I want. Anyway, I got this all bookmarked. So, apparently, Meek Mill randomly liked a picture of, of, of just a picture of um, Nikki's fiance looking like Petty. Yeah, his name's Petty, so he had to be Petty too. Senor Petty. Senor Petty. Yeah. Mr. Oh, Petty. Shit. Senor Petty. So Meek liked the picture of, of Mr. Petty in the in what's it called? As a mannequin at a store because if you see what this motherfucker looks like, my God. When you look at him, you all the like, attire, yeah. His attire yeah. is like shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. What 
kind of shit is that? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Yeah, now you gotta tell him shut the fuck. It's too loud. Yeah, that attire is way too yeah, loud. It's loud. Too loud. Turn that shit down. Yeah, too loud, too tight. Like, I'd be looking at these. I'm like, you walked out looking like this, and you paid money looking like that. <laughs> I, okay. So then. Of course, Nikki has me blocked. So I'm scrolling on Twitter and going like, "Oh, Nikki's going crazy again." And I was like, "What she do?" And I guess I go on to the, <laughs> I have to go on the podcast Instagram account to look at Nikki's story. And apparently, she was posting pictures of Meek looking crazy with the attires he was wearing back then when he was with, <laughs> when he was with Meek, when she was with Meek. And I was like, "Well, yeah, that's you're the problem, <laughs> Nikki." When I get with you, when you, I'm with you, I look crazy. <laughs> Be with your crazy ass, and then she starts Nikki arithmetic. Yeah, you it's go. Good. And then she starts accusing him of hitting women and shit like that. And I was just like, all right, whatever. And then Nick goes on Twitter and he goes on social media and of course he denies everything. And then he says that the reason he broke up with Mick with Nikki with Nikki is because she knew that she her brother was a pedophile. Give me a hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, alarm. that's more like it. I mean, everyone knows that. And then <laughs> to make more, yuck. yeah. Nikki goes on there and she said that her that the whole shit was like, oh, why are you trying to tear me down over a case that was really alleged? I'm gonna allege, bitch. Your brother got sentenced to 30 years in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, ledge. That's what happened. They found fucking semen in them and everything. The fuck? Shit is facts, man. It's just yeah. facts. Nasty facts. Yeah. And then Nikki goes and goes on Twitter and says that she accuses Meek of hitting his own sister and taping it. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's kind of just weird right there. Let's let's stop on that. Why the hell are you going to tape beating your sister? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? How do you even come up with that idea? I don't know. Just wait for Kanye to tweet out, Meek think he Nino Brown. <laughs> Shit. And then Meek was just going back and forth saying everyone knew that you, you knew that your brother was a pedophile and all types of shit. And then he had his Marty McFly moment. She's an asshole. And then he just, we need that sound bite. <laughs> She's an asshole. And he was just like, he just realized like, why am I doing this shit? And he kind of goes on Twitter. He just goes on Twitter and says, I ain't talking about that bitch no more. And I got a record with Justin Timberlake about to drop soon. Why am I doing this? And my wife and my fiance who's pregnant right now is looking at me. Why am I talking about my ex on Twitter? And then he just stopped. Whatever. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I went into this whole thing seeing how it escalated over the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. It got to the point where I actually defended Nikki in this sense where it was, all right, you know. Enough's enough. If you're going to keep going at it and everybody's supposed to be allegedly moved on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now you're giving her room to say something. But yeah, where I she lost, it. where she lost me and everything was when she started bringing up all this domestic dispute. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Right. And it was like, wait. Hold up. You've been holding on to this for years on, uh, years on, years on, years and yeah, You just talked to the Joe Button podcast a few months ago. Like, this Why didn't, didn't come bring... up or anything. Like, then... like I know Reese, like, she just didn't want to hit him with the, oh, you got a small dick. So this is what she could find next. In the Too era, she figured what could hurt as much as a pedophile <laughs> hit. Oh, you hit a woman. Um, yeah. And then Meek just goes like, what? I think that's what, trick, that, that's what triggered him. He's like, I don't hit no fucking women. The fuck it. He started going back and forth, and then he just realized. I mean, she could have stuck the landing if it wasn't for, like, if it, you know. I even saw you hit and kick your mom. Yeah, like, that part. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She was just being, she just acted like a damn bird, as she always fucking does. And it just, then it just got quiet again. And I was just, and then all of a sudden they both announced that they were going to drop new records. And I was like, uh. She was funny. Though. All I took away from that was, Nikki was like, you're an abusive clown. And Meek was like, you support a pedophile. And I was like, 
And now we got two songs. <laughs> now we got two songs. Yeah. Two songs dropped, and uh, like a few days after it. I don't know what to learn from this. Meek just finally realized, like, why the fuck, why the fuck did I have to do that? And I guess Nikki kind of realized that shit too. It was just, it was just all messy. Gives a fuck. They dropped yeah, me records. I was a, uh, I was a little disappointed with Meek. He just, shouldn't have ever just, responded. Yeah, he allowed mm. himself to get caught up in how he used to respond. Yeah. Right. Because the thing of it is, is it's off of the last five years or so, mm-hmm. it's not out of his character to respond like this. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. how he, he ended up taking a big downfall in his career was the this whole, how it started. With Drake. And yeah, all that shit. Right, exactly. So it was just the the praise that we gave him and then to see his growth since being released over the last year and a half and all that. And it was like, just to see him go back just for that <laughs> moment. It was like, like that woman let to, he let yeah, that woman Yeah, it was like, and let's really back in a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then when he caught himself, it was like, Okay, you, because it could have been worse. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Been. He could have doubled down on it and went further and you know, did like, extra. What's the point? But like, what's the yeah? Point? When he went, did what's the point? It was like, all right, you're human. You 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 fell for it. Yeah. So whatever. He, he snapped. Yeah. He really yeah, I mean, shouldn't he have. And, snapped, and pretty right. much it all streamed from that incident at the fucking store because apparently they they got in this. They were in the same store together and shit like that. And I guess Nikki. Nikki and her husband would just, or fiance, who the fuck he is, the little pedophile. Yeah. The pedophile, too, and rapist, and murderer, all in one. Nikki knows how to choose him. <laughs> and anyway, I guess they kind of steamed from there, and people say, oh, you're obsessed about me, and la, la, la. It was just, just messy, niggas. Hmm. Shit going on. That's just like a loving hip hop fucking shit. That's all that shit is. But anyway. Should we talk about the records they dropped? Since we're here. Yeah, really, we're here. Fuck it. Yeah, fucking Nikki dropped a new record called Yikes. And and actually, it's not that bad. Give me a hell yeah! Yeah, hell yeah! It's not that bad. Huh. I'm I actually never thought I'd hear you say that. Hey man, if it's music and it's it's like vintage Nikki. Everyone, this whole two two months straight vintage, vintage M, vintage Nikki, but not vintage Wayne. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> To an extent, yeah, he but was it, rapping just to rap. But if, anyways, if she would, if, it, it was like, it, and it was to me, it was like, why did you have to do this? You could have just let the record speak for yourself. Like, I guess it was cool. I actually enjoyed it. I was like, oh, that's good. And then Meek dropped his record, Believe, with Justin Timberlake, which sounds like a montage you would have heard in, during the playoffs. What y'all think? Of, oh, what y'all think of the Yikes, by the way? Yeah, I did not. Wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? Just. <laughs> yeah, and it's know. not even that I didn't want to listen. I actually kind of wanted to give it a shot, mm-hmm. but then uh, like this whole weekend, I've been battling this shit with my ears, bro. They've been plugged like a motherfucker. Still? Nothing I did all weekend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, what you think of Believe? <laughs> a lot better than what I was expecting. What were you expecting? Some just some different shit, like Holy Grail shit. Yeah. Uh, so mm. this was I, I like this. Um, kind of reminded me of um, what was the Ti song, Dead and Gone ish, to an extent. In a way, yeah, I could see it yeah. only because of the Timberlake. Yeah, the Timberlake feature. Yeah, but no, I looked at it just as okay. This is Meek's ascension into solidifying himself as a star. Yeah. Uh, this was that record. It was cool. Um, I know that his album's not gonna sound all like this, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. With right. this being that one record, yeah. Um, versus if he were to roll out songs that just sound like this, then be like, all right, now you're, 
you're, you're trying too hard. Yeah, mm. where it's not coming off as uh, authentic, genuine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he dropped the Meek record, not the Meek, the Meek record, the Nipsey record. You know, my letter to Nipsey, and then he drops this back to back. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how his album's going. I think. I guess he's dropping it album this year. But I think know. that record is just a standalone. I don't even think that's for a project. I hope this. I, the way he's dropping this album it sounds like it's going to be a standalone. But this does the Justin Timberlake feature. No, nah, this sounds like it's the lead off for a project. Hmm. Well, remember back in the days when they used to just drop singles and you and they told you what the album what the album was called and everything and now you now they drop singles and you go, oh, does this work? Nope, it doesn't work. We're keeping this off the album. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, but it's I not, mean, it's that's how you, yeah, yeah, I get it. Times have changed, so yeah, I know. Like, it's got to get adapted to the shit. Anyway, back. That's to like me. somebody trying to you know get out and they putting out CDs and they not hustling them outside the trunk, but they try and go to the stores with them. Like, mm. fam, nobody goes to the store to get CDs anymore. I did seriously. I no, did. you do, but now but we have, we're in an age where you can just get the music off your phone. Speaking first. of that, yeah, I went to go buy M's album because that's what I do as a stand, and I went to the CD section of Target. It's literally one little section now. <laughs> the vinyls and the CD is like, and then everything else is DVDs and Blu-rays. I was like, shit. And M said it was like it's all gone, almost. Yeah, man. But yeah, I got that shit. But speaking of Nikki's ass, she did like another interview. She did another interview with some people, and the thing I got from this shit because she said a new album was coming, I guess. And the thing I got, the one funniest thing she had got out of is that she said that she regretted, she regretted making Starships, Anaconda, and Your Love. The same song she got mad at, like Pete Rosenberg and all them. Charlemagne, yeah, that she shouldn't have made years ago. Yeah, right. except for your love, I didn't mind your love, but <laughs> Starships and Anaconda. She got mad at Charlemagne for Anaconda, and she really got pissed off at Rosenberg for Starships because it was that summer jam, and she canceled it when he called the shit trash in front of everybody. I mean, I don't know, it is what it is. I don't say to that. Well, them shits was trash. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but what, I also what? get it too because they were trying to market her as a an all around pop star. Yeah. So when well, that's what she did for fucking so when, when, when the labels are marketing you as that, then you have to make those songs. You got to make those records. You know, you can't you can't expect to be a pop star in 2015 at that time with a 16 track album and all 16 tracks are hip hop. Like yeah. it's just it's not realistic. And then she did Roman Reloaded, which was fucking trash. <laughs> But yeah, it is what it is. Uh, she had Queen Radio today. I kind of it was actually a positive Queen Radio. Surprisingly, wait, what? It was a positive Queen Radio. She actually devoted her time talking to her fans. Oh, and so she played other people's no, music? No, of course not. No, of course not. Oh, okay. The fuck? What kind of shit is that? Think she gonna do that? Hey, man, I had a check. I don't know. I don't listen to that shit. I was listening to it for content. She was going to say some more shit about Meek, but it sounded like she was going to, and then she just starts. She just started calling fans, throwing their appreciation, giving them. I'm like, oh, wow, you're being positive for once. Huh. She had 50 Cent on there, too. Really? Yeah. I didn't listen to that interview, but I was like, oh, wow, 50. Huh. Yeah, speaking of 50. And I've been waiting, baby. Power. No, 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 that's fucking spoiler. Give me a hell, yeah. Shut up. It's a big, rich town. One last time. Until they play the remix for the fucking spinoff shows. I'm going to watch the spinoff shows. You going to watch them? My oh my, I wonder who could have told him that he was, Uh, yeah. I don't know who told you. Interesting. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about the damn, let's talk about the series finale. I've been wanting to talk about this shit for like the past 
three weeks. Wait, so when you watched the leak, you didn't watch the episode. You just watched the moment that it happened? Yeah, that's what he said. No, 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 no. I saw, I went all the way up to... The last 20 minutes. The last one. So when, when Tariq shot, when Tariq, everything after Tariq shot. That's what I'm saying, so goes. you didn't watch the whole episode? No. That's weird. Man, right, that's weird. what I said. Dude. Weird, like, motherfucker. I saw what I needed to see. If I was, if I was watching except the there, series, except how he was describing it the night, he's like, "Oh yeah, Ghost talking all this just cash yeah. shit." You know? No, because like, yeah, then no, that's yeah, when yeah, I started realizing what what's her name, what Courtney Kip was trying to do with all the episodes. Was actually, I actually like that shit. Anyway, last anyway, Tariq shot <laughs> Tariq shot Ghost. Obviously, I've only been saying that for fucking. Months on it. We've now. all said it. I mean, it was just it was like the fucking most obvious shit, even in the after show. With <laughs> nah, but even before it even got to this, I kept saying like, "Fam, it's gonna be Tariq that shoots him. It's gonna go into book two. You didn't say it's gonna shoot him. It was before the uh, what's it called? The, I've been uh, saying it for how the season was spinning out. I was like, they're making Tariq into the new ghost. The new ghost. I was yeah. like, it's yeah. gonna take him out. It's gonna be book two. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you didn't say you gonna kill him, but no, whatever the that. case. Well, whatever the case. He said it. Anyway, yeah, I, I, but the way it happened, I enjoyed the ending because Tariq got what he fucking deserved. <laughs> Everyone got what they fucking, it was a fitting end. Like the, the will, I, I laughed at that shit when, um. Yeah, Tariq did get what he deserved, deserved his freedom. See how he played sax? That was beautiful. Yeah, I give you that one. Like, what are you talking about? He got what he deserved. No, that no, man no, no, sat no, no. there, I'm told his, told the his, uh, the legal guardian defender, yo, I just need some water, get out. He looks down at the table and then stares at him and says, you was at the club, too. You at with the, the club, gun. too. With the gun. I'll snitch. So I could say, you know, so I would hate to have to tell the police that you were there with the weapon or Andre did it, right? And Sax just, like, stressed out, just like, fuck, I'm stuck. Yeah, okay, he did it. And then he goes... I saw that even with the leak, and I was... That's when I hit the group chat, and I was like, put some fucking respect on Patrick's name. I saw that scene. I saw that scene. I saw that scene. I was just like, oh, okay. But then, go back (laughs) over, so they go to the will. (laughs) They go to the will and shit like that, and apparently, Ghost still... Ghost still has the last laugh. (laughs) Not only did he give money to, to Angie's family... He gave money to Tariq and what's it, Tariq and his kids. Tariq and his kids. Tariq to his to his kids. But does um, what's her name? Tasha. Tasha get anything? No. Not one dime. Not one. But I was like, damn, ghost. <laughs> I mean, should we surprised though? I mean, she, nah. Nah. I mean, from the first episode of the series starting, you yeah, know, was, I know she did. You know, I I, I want to be more. Well, what more do you want? You're a drug dealer, and he just looked at her like, you never like. Yeah, and then even in the even in her perspective of what Ghost said, he's like, you never liked this version of me. And I mean, he was it was a truth, and that's why I liked these last six episodes because they were all told from different points of view. You've seen from all different points of view, and I like the alternate takes in all the episodes, pretty much showing you what the character saw. That they said, and it's pretty much do you believe him or don't you? It was like it made the the narrator, it made the character be an unreliable narrator, which I liked, and I was just like, huh. So it's up to the viewer to decide what's the real truth. Get it? Ah. I just took it from the standpoint of it's not the you don't pick what the real truth is. You just see the full spectrum, mm. like how Courtney Kim. I she did a yeah. she did an amazing job tying she, all this together yeah she did um, in the confidential when first of all she explained that the last episode of the series was exactly how we planned and the very first episode of the series was titled not, not exactly, exactly how we planned, planned. Mm-hmm. yeah so it was literally everything came full circle at that mm-hmm. point but what I liked was how she broke down how you know in 
in uh in Ghost's episode of all this because that was the first there was there was really six, six episodes. episodes. Well, five is five. If you but, take out what's her name's episode. Ugh. Yeah, but I mean it's you know yeah, the I six. Know, I know. Um, six. So from his episode, it's when he's coming in contact with everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kind of this celebratory moment for him as he's ascending up in his own right into mm. politics. Yeah. But then when you see the same scenes from the other characters' perspectives, nah, he's just a blatant asshole to them. Dead ass. Like, literally, like, he's, he, in his scene with Tariq, when they're at the club, like, he's celebrating, he, you know, he's having a moment, like, yes, you know, I'll be there, like, we'll take care of it. Right. But from Tariq's standpoint, he's giving him chance, like, yo, are you gonna handle this for me? And it's, he kind of looks at him and it's like, no. Nah, he goes, you see all these people here? You think I'm going to take the fall for you? He was being a straight-up asshole in the the last episode. Like, compared to his episode, like, Ghost's perspective episode, and the Tariq and Tasha episode, Ghost was just a drunken asshole. Yeah, he's drunk with power. (laughs) Yeah, hey. You can't stop me now. Especially that part when... He, they were at the um, grave site. He looked at Tasha. Yeah. Fuck what you doing? What are you here? doing here? <laughs> I still laughed at Damn, that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Even no matter what perspective, he still came off as an asshole. What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. I gotta give Courtney Kip a lot of props. She stuck the landing better than Game of Thrones, and she actually stayed. She actually stayed put with it, and ex- and was not afraid to explain it. Unlike the fucking Game of Thrones motherfuckers. Yeah, them motherfuckers hid behind, hid behind their they drinks. They said they logged off all social media and got drunk. And then didn't want to take questions at Comic-Con or nothing. Nah. Courtney Kemp said she want all the smoke. And I've been waiting, baby. A black woman at that. So I got to give her props on that shit. But the ending, I thought it was just mwah. Soon as the cops came in and arrested Tasha and Tariq was crying, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Well, she was a dumbass to begin with." Yo, of she course she that. was. Has she just allowed her son to tell her it's under control? Leave it alone. You know, <laughs> but they didn't know Dre. Fine. They didn't know Dre. She didn't know Dre was dead. But even then, it yeah, was have faith in in the kid that you know. If he had balls enough to go do this job by himself and taking out his dad. Mm-hmm. Kind of work with him, kind of be like, you know, all right, if you got it under control and you say you got it, because yeah. you did go and do what you had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she got greedy, just like she was in the first episode. Yeah. She reached her hand out for more than she could handle. And then fucking got her little side dude fucking caught up, and then side dude snitched on her, had his little alibi. She got arrested, and he's all crying because he all he wanted to do was protect his mom. And Tasha just says, Tariq, go out and live your life. Because she, what she said, go out and live your life. And he was all crying. And I was just like, yes. Take your ass to school. Get your education, little nigga. Even though you don't want to do that shit. Because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what Ghost told him. Ghost said in his will, go get your... The only way you get my assets and my money is if you get a if you go Look, out and man, get an education. This is what confused me, I understand bro. what you're saying, but I just still don't get how you're so hateful towards the freaking Fuck like, him. fictional character. And Fuck shit. him. He needed that. He needed that. He got humbled. So then, like, the last shot... Humble as shit. If anything, the last episode shows that he's really both his parents. Yeah. Yo, yeah. That's what, that's what confuses me about people that still hold on to this hate for him. It's like, how do you hate somebody that's literally genetically both of them? Like, yeah. what are you upset about? Especially the ending. Right. The ending when you see the, the parallel of him going to school and you see Tasha going to prison. Yeah. And she takes off the wig and all that other shit. I was like, oh, damn. She they took it all off. And then you just see Tariq literally just shut the door and it, see, and it says Tariq James St. Patrick. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you are your daddy. <laughs> yeah. And, and it just ended. And I was just like, and it shows Tasha crying in jail. And I'm like... That is a fitting end. 
like that. I don't know why people were mad about that. That was literally a fitting end to that series. See, I turned in. I only put the episode on because I was like, I'm gonna go fast forward straight to the murder scenes. Just I've already seen this three weeks ago. Uh-huh. I just want to make sure they didn't change shit. Yeah, right. that's that why I'm so my, glad. That... So that was my thought process going in. Mm-hmm. Where was I'm just gonna fast forward. Once he got through, I was like. Okay, so it's it's done. Then I kept scrolling through just to make sure everything was intact. Yeah, because you know they could have even after that they could have because they said because they had an advanced right, yeah. they had an advanced screening of that episode and people were coming out saying oh they changed the ending there were scenes that were different da 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 meaning I was like scenes were different and I was like oh so y'all didn't really watch the leaks or you did what I did and just skipped to the ending and shit like that like this was the time to start skipping to the endings and everything right, you know right, 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 when right. when a leak comes out I'm watching the whole thing I don't want anybody. Else to say something yeah and then yeah. it'd be like well i only saw this portion so now i don't know what the hell they're talking about and now you kind of in the end you still kind of spoiled it for me yeah. because even though the murder was obvious the no nah, that was the focal point uh-huh. there was still a lot of shit that took place leading up to mm-hmm. that and Some i think it was Tariq's, like... i think it was Tariq's cunning and how he went about this because yeah. you got the picture from vincent when he tells uh when he tells Tommy, "Who do you think? T- who, how do you think I knew where you were?" Yeah, but it was Tariq. But it was Tariq's point of view of why he did it, mm-hmm. and it was always to protect his mom. Yeah, so it wasn't like he just called to just set Tommy up. Yeah. So for me, everything again, it was like if people hate Tariq as a character, you just want to hold on to the hate because you've done it for so long. Cool, but this episode really opened up. A, the it picture. should have opened people's eyes to see why he maneuvers. Uh, yeah. Jamie maneuvers out of self-interest. Yes. Tariq yes. maneuvers out of the interest of others in protecting everybody. Yeah. So and he thought he was doing all this to protect his mom because he felt his dad was just being an asshole because not opening. He never tell, telling him about the game. Never just just lying to him. Cheating on his mom with Angie in a way. He's like fuck fuck my dad. I mean, he had a great point. Other time was just like he's just trying to protect you. And your mom's a hoochie rat. Like what the fuck? But it is what it is. And I could see when I saw it from his viewpoint, I was like, "Hey, you still a little nigga, you still a little asshole. Fuck you." But when he got when he got what was coming to him, I like I completely understood. But then I realized we're only seeing this from his point of view, especially that part when he said, "Fuck you, I hate you." And then you know James grabbed him, grabbed him, over, like grabbed him, and put him over the table. Like you know, I don't got no energy for you right now. I was like, that's the thing too. Was we spent the majority of six seasons only seeing it from, from Ghost's, Ghost's perspective, perspective as yes. to why he's so really unappreciative uh, and why he feels like yeah, it. I get you. In one episode, for me, in one episode, I could see everything that I missed mm-hmm. from his perspective. Where it's like, why should I give a fuck? You walked out on my family, mm-hmm. right? What what kind of father figure are you? You left us. How many times did he fuck Angie that whole series? Of those? It was like seasons where he was every episode he was just fucking Angie. Fuck yeah, Angie, so you know we Angie. so we only see it from that perspective, and it's yeah. like, well, what's the problem? He's taking care of Tariq. Tariq's looking from nigga, you left, mm-hmm. and you left me to fend for everything. Yeah. So what's the difference now? Yeah. But again, it was a fitting ending. I I, I had no problem with this ending. And I, you, some motherfuckers were even had the nerve to say, "Where's Tommy in this episode?" Oh. Well, All right, he was in there multiple times. I don't know what they wanted. They gave him a send off. Like there was literally, episodes. he was literally in there multiple times. Like when he goes to they see Tasha. To, no, they wanted a, they wanted an ending for Tommy. Like, well, they got it. It was the third I, episode. I, that's what of I'm this five part. I know. Well, six. Well, part. the fourth fourth episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was like people are here, man. I only thing I complain about this season. See, but this is why I didn't watch the whole shit. 
Because I don't want to like have to deal with all the other extra bullshit. As it is, I have to deal with the shit with sports, bro. Yeah. It's worth you it. You know what I'm saying? Now that it's out, it's worth going back and watching. I might. To an extent. I might. No, yeah. I wouldn't even say to an extent. It's worth going back and watching. Yeah, yeah. I, I might actually. Because I really I really did enjoy this ending more than... I don't get why people were hating this ending. You know, I'm not going to watch the fucking... They sound like me. I ain't going to watch the fucking uh, spinoff shows. I was like, yes, the fuck you are. <laughs> I, I laughed my ass off when Kanan just popped up out of nowhere. I'm gonna grab this phone. What the fuck you doing, little nigga? Because <laughs> I remember when I watched the ghost one. No, I remember when I watched the leak, and uh-huh. I was doing something. And all of a sudden, he's just like, "We going, little nigga?" I was like, "Oh shit, Kanan!" <laughs> <laughs> just like his dad. Literally, just like his dad. I but I felt, but I felt like that was a very important scene because not only did it show the. The distance between Tariq and Jamie, mm-hmm. but it had shown that who was Tariq's real father figure for that little portion of the of his life, his life. Mm-hmm. and it was and it Kanan. was Kanan, and, and Kanan, it, Kanan was the one to get him over the hump to take out his roadblock, and it corrupted him, and it, he he literally corrupted him, yeah, and he won in a way, Kanan won and Ghost won, yeah. So anyway, let's talk about these damn spinoffs. The ending. Are we the, talking, the, I post, told you, the post-credit scene. Oh, I thought was that gonna? I, people said that was not even a tie-in to the fucking um, spinoff. They said that's literally like the epilogue. It's not gonna be in um, book two or anything. But either way, we we talked about the ending though. We did. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about that shit when it was just the old school fucking. Well, tell the people. No, just, yeah, fuck it. You anyway. kind of derailed it now, so it doesn't uh, matter. At this point. Yeah, we talk about it anyway. Let's talk about these damn spinoffs. Oh my god! And I've been waiting, baby. Pearl <laughs> with the S. That shit's wild, especially when this dude was over here, Busby, talking about oh. I ain't never watched a spinoff that guys do a recall. Hey, listen. What I, kept saying. I said I'll see Tommy. Tommy, I would have. What I kept saying. Yeah, when they also got kept all, what four, five. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like one, two, yeah. three, four, four. Going into oh, going into shit. season six, I wanted everything to end. I was just tired of it. We all were midway through when it just got to them just doing off the wall shit. I, I just like, said, you know, you know what? I'm all in. I like. This. I just said flat out, like, you know what? If you throw logic out the window, you and you're not as mad, and you're just enjoying the show, you will love this yeah. shit. And then when the series finale happens, and I'm watching the credits, I'm like, nah. I like this. I like the show me. Show me what book two is. Right. But it wasn't just book two. Oh, no, 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 no. There's book three, four, five. So I guess we just got done watching book one. This whole six, the six seasons, that's book one of power. What are we going to call that one? Just power? Power book one? Power. Book one. Book two is going to be called Ghost, which (laughs) is going to be the Tariq show. But according to 50, it's going to be led by Mary J. Blige. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mary leads it. Now, and eventually Tariq ascends. Yeah, I'm not saying ascend a lot during this. I know you have, um, <laughs> but Tariq ascends up into that role. He yeah. just this his next roadblock is getting through college to get the finances. Yeah, uh, I guess so I wouldn't be surprised if Mary yeah. J yeah. carries that off. And then the thing is, is Tasha's still in Tasha's it. Tasha's still in it. Jax is still in it. To Cal, that the man's in it. Yeah, hell, other black folks are in it. I'm surprised what's her name's not in it. The other. The why I gotta the FBI chick. You know said how she was going to do that at the, at the truth. You could do that at the, the truth. <laughs> what's what's her name? Don't matter. Why I gotta? That's what yeah. she sounds like. <laughs> I like two bit making fun of her. What? How did he? How did he do it? 
when uh when she called him in saying you up for attempted murder and you was i feel like you was involved and he's like you know the thing about cops they all fucking stupid <laughs> he goes and walks away and looks out the mirror and he goes bye he puts up the two <laughs> just smiles at her pieces her and then walks away yep i don't know who you talking about but yeah that's gonna be book two is gonna be focusing on Tariq. you know it's gonna be power high <laughs> it's gonna be degrassi high school it's gonna be degrassi meets the, the wires <laughs> degrassi <Yeah>. meets the wire <laughs> anyway book three which I feel is going to be the most interesting one. It's going to be called Raising Canaan. And it's going to be Canaan's spinoff show. And according to 50, it's going to take place in the crack era. And 50's actually doing the soundtrack for it. And he's trying to get Teddy Riley to help him out. Makes sense. Because it's going to be mm. in the 90s and it's going to take place during the crack era. So we're going to see a young James and a young Tasha and all types of shit. See what led to his beef with James and shit like but that. But you're going to see it from Canaan's point Kanan's of view. Canaan's point of view. <laughs> I'm I'm curious with that one. That one really has my interest. Book four is what I find the most interesting. I don't know how long they could take this one. But I feel like you could take it as long as you can. Influence. That's what it's called. Influence is going to be sitting around Rashad Tate, the old dog. The governor. Old dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I feel this is the most interesting one is because we saw it work in season three of The Wire, mm-hmm. where the focus was on okay. politics. I get mm-hmm. you. Now you're getting into power where. There's no rules. Yeah. So motherfuckers Jeez. can show up to elections with, with AK 47s, <laughs> go spray a motherfucker, and then change his tie that has blood on it, and then go give his uh his, his, his speech. Yeah. Just like Jeez. you know, just like Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. And if you if you <laughs> bring like Aaron um, Hernandez, fuck. If you bring in Lamar Tate, his older yeah. brother, if you make him a regular, there was there I mean obviously they're brothers, so the chemistry's there off back, but yeah. the on screen chemistry, that's a good a way to, to put yeah. that in as well. And then of course the fifth one. Book five. Motherfucker. Oh my god. Force. Okay. Yeah, book five. Force, which is going to be Tommy's show. Yeah. Motherfucker. That's what they should have called it. Book five. Motherfucker. Can you imagine the teaser trailer? It just said in bold letters. Motherfucker. <laughs> that's going to be, I think, it's going to be like the, the balls to the wall action adventure shit. Tommy story. Yeah, Tommy that was, shit. Yeah. That it's was just going to be, it, yeah. that's just going to be exactly what you think it is. And that's going to be Fast and Furious with drugs. That's all that is. <laughs> Speaking of Fast and Furious, Bow Wow's coming back. Did you hear that? He's coming back for real, for real? Yeah, in Fast 9. What did you see this at? Are you sure? Rap Radar. Oh, yeah, because the Rap Radar interview. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck. He'll be back. I definitely am not watching Can't escape shit. the legend of Shad Moss. I'll be trying Wanna to tell bet? y'all. Want to bet? <laughs> oh, yeah. They said they're going to do a fast 10. They might split it into two. Yeah. No, but back to power. I'll be there for that, too. Back to power. And see, that's where, that's where my appreciation for power came mm-hmm. in. Fast, The Fast Fury franchise, I was like, why am I so cool just seeing them throw shit on the wall with that? Yeah. Right. But I'm so critical of this. You know what? Just Fuck go it. with it. Fuck it. And then when Courtney landed the landing, I was like, whatever you selling, I'm buying. Right. And then when I started to start thinking about it, I was like... Four books? They're going to do this like loving hip-hop. Yeah. As soon as one ends, the other one's other like, one's a good. whole year of power? Yeah, I'm in. Sign yeah, because they were saying, <laughs> I'm in. They're saying book two drops during the summer. And I won't be surprised if Raising Canaan drops right after book two. Raising Canaan seems like a fall vibe, too. Yeah. And then influence. Like, damn, that's going to be interesting. I don't know how they're going to do What if The only thing I'm thinking of, what if this What if, what's it called, book two fails ratings-wise and they just cancel it? I doubt it. You think so? I honestly mm-hmm. doubt it. That's what I'm saying, man. They, they drop- got too much into this shit already. Like, when you, yeah, when you bring in Method Man. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying Meth is, you know, the caliber of a Denzel. Mm-hmm. But... Put some respect on Method Man, the actor. Oh, I know that. He's yeah. got, you know, mm-hmm. he's Definitely. delivered a, a bunch. Um, 
And so when you factor that in, like they just not gonna bring him in just to bring him I in. I wonder what this is. Gonna, this is like the this is gonna be like Law and Order. All these fucking spinoffs. I wonder yeah. what. I wonder what Shit, shows are right. gonna cross over. Yeah, and I feel like eventually uh, Tate and uh, Book Two will be the ones that most cross over. Uh, the most crossover. And I think I mean Tommy's gonna probably pop pop back. But up see, he's in, in California, so I, he'll pop know, back up. Say, somehow. Outside looking in, I wouldn't be surprised if they all like kind of lead into the next one. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Man, is gonna be Power Book Six. I don't know. So, but and truth be told, I don't think uh, Amari Hardwick is done. Yeah, I think he's showing up at various times and all this too. I think he's gonna pop up in book two, like as his con- as Tariq's conscience. It'll probably be in all of them. Yeah, maybe. Like seriously, yeah, I wouldn't even doubt that either. Some people, I ain't gonna watch it if, if you know if James is not in it. It was his show, but then Courtney Kemp just flat out said this isn't up. This isn't the ghost show. It's called Power. But see, I think where they messed, where she messed up in that, the only. Uh, Negative thing I have to say about that is if that was the case, mm-hmm. then Ghost should have never been in every single episode. That too. Mm. That's everything was because if you want to compare it to The Wire, mm-hmm. yeah, there was no main character, and the reason why there was no main character is because not every character showed up in every single yeah, episode. Right, right. Well, I shouldn't say a main character, but it wasn't the focus. The main character of The Wire was the city of Baltimore itself. Yeah. So in Power, the main character should have been the Pussy. In, no, the invisible. <laughs> The invisible character of power. Yeah. Because they, she explained it perfectly. It's just the pendulum and how quick power shifts mm-hmm. from right. one side of the pendulum. So in that instance, probably would have been best not to have him in every single episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, this is going down one of the best gra- black epics. <laughs> Epic I'm, I'm in for the long run. Fuck it. Might as well. And I, I, I put on my time. I saw the same uh, bunch of people talking about, I'm not watching no, yeah, you no spinoffs. This yeah, and that. you will. I know. I, I don't give a fuck about that. I was like... Alright, well since you watch no spin-offs, nobody better ever be my fucking mentions when I start doing these spoilers fifteen shit. seconds after this this shit. these shows start ending. Mm-hmm. Don't be up in my mentions if you talking about they you ain't gonna watch the, it. They already got the graphic up on my um Uverse of the Tariq show, the book two. They already got the graphic. They got the book two Twitter ready to go now. Yeah, I already saw the Twitter, but on my Uverse, oh, they got the post as soon as I logged in when they dropped the episode, I logged in, it said power book two. I was like, so Oh, how soon are these supposed to drop? Summer. Summer. Book I don't know about the rest. What? I don't know about the rest of the shows, but that's, oh, that's what I meant. Like, oh, I don't know about the rest. But that's what I'm saying. That I would I, imagine I they imagine. would. I would imagine they'd start doing it like Love and Hip Hop, where as soon as it leaves one city, mm. it goes to the next one right away. There's no drop off. Oh, yeah, okay, like, okay, it's just okay, gonna be you. constant. This is yeah. gonna be con- yeah. It's just gonna go one big ass circle. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. Because the thing is, with the Power episode, was there ten episodes a season? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fifty two weeks in a year, so mm-hmm. shit, you right? You know what I'm saying? You give a you you know you give it like a. a a week break in between and then they already do within the seasons itself they always give uh, an extra week between the season finale yeah mm. so it's like you just factor those in there's not a lot of time for drop this off this is gonna be the law and order right. this is really gonna be the law and order CSI of stars <laughs> stars got themselves they got themselves round plus to 50 he got another show premiering on ABC yeah <laughs> the the life series the life yeah. series yeah how, how many how many seasons you see some of these going like, book two, I can see going for book two and book five. I can see going for as long as they want it. To I go. think you're raising Canaan going for long too. Raising Canaan, I eh. yeah, no, because remember he goes to jail, so it That's depends true. on when he goes to jail. That's true. Depending on how do... young he is, depending on how young he is, right? Because remember they talk about him like he had been in jail for a, a while, a long time, and and it, it, and because. Uh, because Tariq and the girls didn't know anything about him. I'd yeah. imagine he was in there long before oh, he was there yeah. even born. So. What about Tate's show? 
Tate, I could see going two seasons. I was thinking two or three. Yeah. Because, yeah. And the thing is, though, I can also see a spinoff coming from that one. Yeah. With uh, with other characters. Because you know there are going to be characters in here that people are going to like. And they're going to be... 50, god damn you, 50. He done did it again. Ugh. He, <laughs> he said a, he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing. You know who else, you know who else wasn't playing? Chris Rock. And I've been waiting, baby. This motherfucker. Last year, he it was announced that Chris Rock was going to do a reboot of Saw when he's going to have Samuel L. Jackson. At first, I was just like, that ain't going to happen. I was like, that's just a room. He ain't going to do that shit. And then last week, a trailer came out, and it was called Spiral, uh, a story from Saw. I forgot. What's it called? It was just some, some shit like that. With Saw in it. And I'm like, oh, he did the fuck series. Yeah. <laughs> And that shit low-key got me intrigued. Got me and Martina. Oh, yeah, definitely. Me and Martina are intrigued. This motherfucker right here, I don't know. JC. JC. I'm, there's no, I don't want to see it. Not Why? Me. I don't I don't see Chris Rock as a lead in heavy dramatic films. Because I just see Chris Rock the comedian or Chris Rock the funny guy. So, so how about Adam Sandler? I've seen Adam Sandler in dramas. Chris Rock kind of been in dramas. Not as the lead. I'm trying to think of one drama he was as a lead. We were just talking about it. And if he was in dramas, they were comedy dramas. Yeah. They weren't suspense, thriller dramas. I'll give you that part. I'll give you that, but it's intriguing because he's actually doing something different. Yeah. And and that's fine, and I support him in that, but it don't mean I got to... You know, that that just goes along with with artists that make music. You can support him from afar. It don't mean you got to listen to the album. I mean, it's not like I'm going to go out my way and go, oh, I got to go see this shit the first night, but like... I will. Well, you always do it. What else is good? <laughs> nah, but like, I mean, I I actually want to see this. Well, because the other thing, too, is I'm a real big fan of the Saw series. So mm. there's that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was sawed out after three. So after, that, that uh, I was uh, sawed out after. When did he really jump the shark? When he died? That was the third one. That's when he died. Uh, yeah, that was the fourth one. Yeah, I think it was the fourth. Fourth one. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I just, I'm just intrigued that Chris Rock wants to do a, like, Saw of all movies. You want to reboot Saw? Then you got Samuel Jackson in there, and he was like, "You do, you want to play games, motherfucker?" I was like, "Yes, that is <laughs> Samuel like, L. Jackson." Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. I'm I'm, I'm not talking about Fast and the Furious. I might as well see this shit. Fuck it. First night, <laughs> first showing. Fuck it. Fuck it. Hit me up. Spiral. Fuck it. That's what it's called. <laughs> Spiral. Go. Speaking of movies, y'all watch the Oscars? I know y'all didn't. I'm just gonna. Play. Nope. Nope. But um, uh-uh. let's give a shout out to motherfucking Bong Jung Ho. <laughs> no, it's his name. I, I really hope that's how you that's say his name. That's his name. I hope that's Bung how Jung-ho. it's I know it's his though. name, but is that how you like, pronounce it the way you did? Fung Jung Ho? Hey, he might like it. That motherfucker had himself a historic night. I told y'all about Parasite when the shit came out in the yeah. States and shit. Now you definitely did. And yeah, the Oscars actually agreed. And this motherfucker won four Oscars. And you know who he fucking titled? He titled Walt Disney. This motherfucker <laughs> won Best Picture. First foreign movie to ever win Best Picture, Best Foreign Movie, Best Screenplay, and Best Director. There was this one, he, when he won Best Foreign, when he won Best Screenplay, he was like, oh shit, I won, oh, okay. Then when he when he won Best Foreign, he was like, yeah, okay, well, I'm not going like, to no shit. No, no, he was like, yeah, of course, whatever. Then when he won Best Director, he was like, oh, <laughs> and then when Best Picture, it was like, Oh my god, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay f- 
Yeah, that was quite a moment. It's one of the best movies. And, hey, man, motherfuckers need to read subtitles because that is by far one of the best movies of the year. Also, Joaquin Phoenix won for Best Actor for The Joker, obviously. He he made a great speech pretty much about loving one another. That was a good one. And who else? Your boy, Brad Pitt, won for fucking Best Supporting Actor for, what's it called, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Round of applause for him. And... The most random moment of the fucking night. <laughs> <laughs> the most random uh, moment. There was another one. I want to give a shout out to uh, oh, D.A. Cherry. Yes, him too. I was about to get to him. Well, my bad. Um, for former NFL player and becomes the second former pro athlete to win uh, to an Oscar. Oscar. Um, as, hmm. And then in the same category as Kobe mm-hmm. for the animated short, short for anime. Hair Love. Yeah, started on Twitter. Yeah. Literally, I saw that shit start from the beginning of Twitter. He said flat out, I'm going to make an anime movie. It started, at, it started as a short story, and then it became a kid's book, and he was like, I'm going to make this a short movie. Made it a short movie, yeah. and then it, it went to the Oscars, and he won. So, well deserved. Hey, man, don't ever it tell you it's is. just Twitter when it comes to your dreams, baby. Yeah. I like the fact that he um, just yeah. dedicated it to Kobe, too, yeah, because sure when he first got nominated, Kobe was one of the first mm-hmm. ones to publicly support and tell him congratulations. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Oh, the most random shit of the night. Hmm. <laughs> After 18 years... Eminem decided to show up at the fucking Oscars and perform Lose Yourself. And I, while he was performing, yeah, he showed the cut to the crowd of all them fucking white folks. And I think he was reminded, this is why I didn't want to show up the first time. <laughs> but no, it, was, it wasn't... It, when you see it in context, because they did a whole montage of all the greatest music, original music from cinemas and shit like that, it made sense. It, it kind of it blended right into it. There was like a fucking orchestra string version of the intro to Lose Yourself, which mm-hmm. sounded beautiful. I was like, oh, this sounds great. And then it goes right into it, and I was like, wow. And it cuts to Martin Scorsese just sitting there <laughs> with this get off my yard, get off my yard look on his face. And then, oh yeah, Irishman didn't win shit. Yeah. What the fuck you get? <laughs> God went home empty-handed, and you sat there doing a rap concert. <laughs> I mean, you could say that it like flowed and shit, but it doesn't make sense to me because that's like one of the not so recent. Yeah, you know what I mean, winners and shit. I think they were just I trying. They were cool, trying to showcase know? all the greatest songs. They, they they do that a lot at the Oscars. They, I mean, if they would consider that the greatest original piece, then I don't say it was original. Then, no, but I'm saying like if, yeah. if that's how they see it, then I can understand why they would have it performed live. Yeah, you know what I mean. But why wouldn't they just do the most recent one? Um, that was uh, they did do me. the recent. They had old girls sing. What's it called? Um, that song from Frozen Two. I forgot what it's called. Into the Unknown. Yeah. They sang that song, and, it would, and they had all the fucking subtitled, all the other international people singing it with her, which was kind of cool. Hmm. But nah, and performing it there after 18 years, because I remember when that shit, when he got nominated, he didn't even go to the damn Oscars, because he thought he wasn't going to win, and he was like, I'm going to entertain these people. And then when he won, he was taking a nap while Haley was watching cartoons, and he got the word, and he was like, oh, word? Shit. But listen, <laughs> he went back to sleep, but looking back on hindsight, he should have went there and represented hip-hop. Like, it was like, dude, you were the first hip-hop artist to get nominated for a fucking Oscar. So he should have went up there and represented hip-hop as a whole, rather than you win or lose. So then after that, 3-6 Mafia got nominated. Which I See, s- I'm not mad at him for doing that. Like, hindsight's 2020. Yeah, yeah, he should have. Yeah. But it was because he didn't that allowed 3-6 Mafia to really shine when they won theirs. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> because they were officially the first ones to go on the stage yeah. and accept their award. Hard out here for yep, a camp. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was random. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was still. I still didn't think they won that. Can you imagine whoop that trick would have got nominated? Oh my and god, won. I would have lost my shit. Uh, we have different style of music out now. That way, everybody would be chasing whoop that trick. Yeah. yeah. And Seriously. then after that, it was Common, Common and John Legend, and then other nominations was Pharrell and Kendrick Lamar. So hip hop came a long way. 
Thanks to Martian Matters. Of course. And you see that, I don't know if y'all saw that picture of him and Sam Hayek. He seems he got off stage. He had that look like, oh, shit. Shit that she wanted that. <laughs> she wanted that white boy. He was just like, oh. <laughs> just looked like he didn't know what to do. I was like, I know, Marshall. He looks I, shocked as fuck. Dude. I know. I know, Marshall. I know. Ugh. Anyway, where to now? Oh, yeah, Drake shot a video of the Marcy Projects. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of actors. I mean, acting. I don't know what he was doing, so I'm not going to... shooting a music video. No, man. I don't know what song it was for, though, so maybe it has a correlation there. I don't know. I don't know. He's working. I mean, pandering. I mean, shit, is that the worst thing you've saw in front of Marcy? Because that, that Drake way. in front of Marcy ain't the worst thing I've seen. Oh, yeah, what, definitely not. White people taking pictures over? Like no, white people hitting the Dougie and doing all that shit in front yeah, of the Marcy. Yeah, That's yeah. funny. I follow like, that chick, too. And I was I remember when I first saw that, I was like, why are you doing this? I mean, this? but not only that, but all the headlines I was seeing is that he looked like he was shook. Because he was looking Why around, he was, he was looking it. around. I always kept like looking. He didn't, yeah, he couldn't stop looking left and right and shit. He was like, just he doing was that for the video. Shook. But you know, that's what I'm saying. Like without hearing the song and not knowing what's going on, maybe that there's a maybe it's a part of the storyboard for the video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Apparently, the song he's rapping over is a sample of Return of the Mac, and it's that song that fucking he played for Elliot Wilson and B Dot during his interview. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean. I... I, I don't know. I, there's not much for me to go off of because I don't know what the video's for. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, it's just it's just weird. I, know, I, I just know it, it's like gonna the be optics, so you know what I mean. I just, just know it's gonna be seeing Drake look back and forth, left and you know. What I mean? get, like, but I think maybe it's because I don't know. I I stopped it after like five seconds when the, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, he's just shooting the video. Yeah, I, got, I heard right. the clip from it. I just know it's gonna be full of lies. So he doesn't. He just wanted to show that he was black enough. Yeah. So that's <laughs> all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to defend him, but. A lot of songs these days are filled with lies. Oh, a so. lot. Speaking of lies, you believe Jay Electronica? Any of y'all believe him? <laughs> this time I do. <laughs> Man. Personally, I, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, like, I think, but you asked me the wrong question. Personally, I believe him, but do I care? No. Not. Okay, that was the wrong question. <laughs> yeah, like. So if y'all don't know, Jay Electronica decided to go on Twitter and just say, album's done. And we all just went... <laughs> <laughs> and then basically all, and then young guru kind of confirmed it and everyone was like <laughs> and then just blaze confirmed we all still went <laughs> and all of a sudden jay-z liked all the tweets and everyone was like oh my god okay it's happening everybody stay calm <laughs> what's the procedure everyone stay calm. what's the procedure stay so, but I still don't care <laughs> what the fuck he's jay electronica said he recorded it literally after christmas in 40 days and 40 nights on some fucking Tyler Perry shit. Oh, my God. Well, Tyler Perry's five days, but still. Nah, but he... <laughs> he said after Christmas? July... He said December 26th. That's when he started recording. Uh, I already know what they doing. Mm. What? He gonna be the savior of hip-hop. Yep. 40 days and 40 nights. The Temptations. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway, he said it's gonna come out in the next 40 days. And shit, maybe around March, apparently? Ah, uh, whatever. No, it'll be for an April 3rd. April 3rd? Yeah. Is that a Friday? That's what they said, April 3rd. Uh, hmm. Was that a Friday? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see. And it seems like a lot of the alchemists kind of alluded that he were had some <coughs> shit on it. Other 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 people in the industry, Jay Electronica's fucking, um, Jay Electronica's manager, um, people from Rock Nation, they're all confirming it. Whatever. We'll see. <laughs> Whatever. It was funny because the day he He's announced like it. like years too late, man. A decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. A decade. Think about it for a second. Like, I was just listening to Exhibit was it C? Yeah, Exhibit C just the other day. But before he announced it, I was randomly just listening to it. And then he announces it. I want to put this in this perspective, and it's probably going to lead to the next topic. Right. I just want to put this in this perspective. 
when he was supposed to drop his debut, Kobe was en route to winning his fifth title. <laughs> <laughs> and, J- and also, Jay-Z and Kanye didn't have kids. Eminem. It's 10 years later and he's dropping Bro. and we're getting ready to have a memorial for Kobe. What the Damn. fuck? That's that the perspective wild. I'm giving everybody Michael right Jackson now. was still alive. No. And to, when did he drop Exhibit C? 2008. No, he dropped Exhibit C in December of 2009. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, because 2009. Who else? What else happened in 2009? Fucking Eminem just dropped his first album in four years. But relapse. see, I count Exhibit C as a as a 2010 song because it dropped literally like December 22nd or some shit like that. Yeah, right before It wasn't even like, oh, it dropped the first day of December and then it went through. Like, nah, yeah, it was, yeah, everybody yeah. was getting ready. I remember when that happened. Everybody was getting ready to get to the next decade right. and all of a sudden this shit popped off and I was like, wait, what's this? That shit was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was like four minutes of just like, holy shit, what the fuck was this? It was on some fucking, what, what, it was on some Bo Jackson shit. It was like, I knew it was great when it came out, but it was, it was really what... A few months later, when Aaron Magruder used it for the season three trailer for the Boondocks, uh, and he didn't use like a portion, like he played out the whole fucking song. Right. Yeah, so it was just all these clips that just went through. Um, yeah, no, like that's just to put everything in perspective. That's how long we've been waiting for this fucking debut and, album. And then he only had Act One, which was only like uh, the soundtrack from um, what's that Jim Carrey movie? What's that Jim Carrey movie? Fuck. Oh my god, it's one of the best movies I've ever watched, and I forgot the damn name. Ain't that about a bitch? Yeah. What the? F- His act. It was called. It was Act One. Act One. It was Jay Electronic. It was the first. It was the only project he ever released. Uh, well, if he does drop it, who do you think? While you look for it, Eternal Sunshine, the Pledge. That's um, what it was. Who do you think is going to be on the album? Hove. And are these are these uh, features versus? going to be Dated? like Carter Five? Who knows? He I, said honest, he started dude, in like, January like twenty when it comes to Jay Electronic, I am been checked out. You know yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, no, I agree with I'm you. I'm curious to see what it's gonna be like, but I'm not gonna. Once again, I'm not gonna go out of my way to fucking listen to this. Put shit. it this way: if it if this is the only main release on that Friday, then it gets my ears by default. Oh yeah, for but sure. if it's going up against some other shit, it's I'm not going to this yeah. first. Like it's uh, nah, it's, I'm not doing that. I mean, it's what's whatever. <laughs> like, I'm just like after he, he how many features it has he done? He was on the control. Man, that's crazy. He was on control with Kendrick and Big Sean. Mm-hmm. He was on Mac Miller's album. Which one? The um the one that came out on I don't know if he was Jesus. on I don't know if he was on Nigger, but I know he wrote uh He helped co wrote a, a Yeah, he co wrote a couple of the tracks. A few mm. track. He produced the opening track. Um he he was he he did a few features here and there. Oh, the we made it um, remix with Hove. He dropped that. Mm-hmm. Then there was another song called Shiny Soup Theory. He dropped that. He only dropped like ten tracks. Not a lot of songs. He did not. He has not dropped a lot of songs and features over the years. That's crazy. He was on control. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Oh man, because everyone always talks about Kendrick, maybe Big Sean, but everyone forgot Jay Electronic was on that shit. Nah, man. What's wild is he's got all this hype off of one track, really. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That like, track's amazing. It's fucking amazing. Uh, it is. I'm not gonna say amazing. It, the way he was, it rapping. was when it came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it still does it. It still holds up. The way it's he still, raps. It's, it's, it's still a good song. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I'm just it's a classic. It, yeah. Oh, I'm it's not gonna a classic. Call it amazing record. More though. You know what and I mean? And then all like, of a sudden he had all this hype, and then he and then he has hinted that he was gonna drop the album. Like what? Back in 2012, he was gonna drop something. Didn't drop it, and. I don't know. I remember Hope had the album. He even said he had the album for the longest time. He said it was amazing, but he didn't drop it because he felt 
Jay Electronica, he, he believed in Jay Electronica. He was in it for the long run. How many albums has Jay dropped? He dropped like five albums, watched the throne, <laughs> had four kids. Oh, they changed the date. Oh, oh So now fuck. they're saying the album is called A Written Testimony. And they're saying it's at? now March 18th. What do you read this oh, at? Oh, so that's sooner. Yeah. What do you see this at? This is all updated on Wikipedia. All right. I'll pay attention to Wikipedia. If it shows up... They got references uh, off of That's why. If it shows up, it shows up. Who the fuck knows? Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Gail? Somebody did this. Waiting, baby. Bring your ass to the fucking stand. All this is nasty. Yeah. It's just all fucking disgusting. Yeah. Well, she didn't wait ten years like Michael. <laughs> she did it two weeks after he fucking died and decided to get fucking testy. <laughs> yes, Gail King was conducting an interview for Good Morning America. It wasn't Good Morning America the, or whatever she was CBS. doing. CBS. Whatever, because Good Morning America was the one that had it on their Twitter account. So no, it was whatever. on CBS and shit. But well, whatever, they, whatever it was it on there too. The point is that she was doing an interview with Lisa Leslie, and nobody knew what this interview was about because it hadn't come out yet. I, as of now, I still don't think it's even dropped yet. I think it had. A, I think it has dropped a full I, interview. I think it has, but I don't think people are gonna pay yeah, attention to it. I don't know it. if anybody's really watching it like that. Mm-hmm. Either way, it gets to a point where she's asking Lisa Leslie if she feels conflicted being the friend of a man who was accused of sexual assault. And at that point, that is when what I kind just, of shit is that? I was like, "All right, well, why'd you bring that shit up? The fuck? What's the point? There's there was no point to bring it up." At all. Seriously, and I, I commend Lisa Leslie for keeping her composure and, st- and pretty much looking at her like, "Why the fuck are you bringing this shit up?" What got me the most was when she brought up when Lisa Leslie said like it was a trial, like we there yeah, was like a it tr- went to trial, and, and then how Gail just literally just shoved it off, shrugged it off, and was like, "Oh well, it got thrown out because she just threw out the case and it was dismissed." And then Lisa Leslie <laughs> was like, "That's exactly what we should just leave it." You had all this fucking time. Wow. <laughs> You had all this fucking time to talk about this while he was breathing, but then when he passes away, you want to bring this shit up now. It was even more than that. It was when, and again, shout out to Lisa for holding it down like a true writer. Mm -hmm. Stayed on code. When they, when she asked her, um, you know, she's like, no, it's not conflicting. I knew him. He was my friend. I have friends that are former NBA players that will be in the club and they'll be like, go get that girl for me. And Kobe didn't do it. And it was just Gail's response where it was like, but you wouldn't see it. Yeah, that yeah, too. That shit and it was like, so you're pushing off. for this shit. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck do you know about? You, oh, you should know best because your you ain't BF, in shit. Yeah. Your BFF, BFF with fucking uh, Weinstein. Yep. And your BFF likes fucking talking shit about another dead black man. It was just so like, it's like, from that standpoint, it was just like, why? What's the, what's the point? Because it's not like... I could understand if the case was fresh. Mm-hmm. When I say fresh, within a five-year yeah, five sample five size. Year like, if this, yeah. like, if you know, if this like, like literally just happened in that instance, all right. Mm-hmm. I understand. It just happened. Right. It's what? We're in 2020? That yeah. shit took place 16 and a half, 17 years ago. Yeah. And ever since that standpoint, what's Kobe's role been when it comes to women? 
finally helping him. Seriously. Like, he's been the biggest ally. Like, he took that such the biggest negative that could have happened to him. He regressed himself, took Mm -hmm. him away from the public limelight, Mm -hmm. for better or worse. But he took, uh, he really looked at himself because then his next stance into coming back out was he became a a big ally for women. And also, most particularly with the WNBA. Going to the games at a time where people were laughing at the games. Right. Like, he was right, there. Right, 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 Realizing that he has daughters. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to make this world a better place for my daughters. And even though I didn't have the best actions and image-wise mm-hmm. to, to give it for other people's daughters, here's my opportunity to clean that up. Yeah. Right. And what's been the big thing we've been talking about, Kobe, the last two years? His role as a father progressing his daughter... To go along and, and assisting with what he's done with women and and just in general, but his main focus his main focus was within sports, particularly right. basketball. Of course. I mean, so it's like, how do we it, how do we go from here to yeah. here? And it was even crazier. It's like I did my googles. It's so easy to do googles, people. Work. <laughs> oh man! It's so easy to do the google. Who said that? Do your googles. Well, what a Fredro star, yeah. Fredro, like, do your fucking Googles. I did my Googles on the fucking case. That bitch was lying. Like, it's documented. She fucking lied, and then when it found out that fucking she no, was it, lying about it, they dismissed the it case. It ain't even about lying. She showed up with multiple semen in her panties. Exactly. Like, at what point is, you know, I mean, I'm not saying when I say that, let me be very clear, Frank, because I don't want nobody to twist my words. Mm-hmm. That does not give anybody a green light to say, oh, well, you got multiple semen, so we could just do what I want, even if that includes rape. No, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is, you tend to not show up to that situation unless you have an agenda. Moving forward in that situation, yeah, on her behalf, yeah. So, yeah, in reading, in reading everything that's now been made public with that, there just were things that you know. And then she had like what text messages, yeah, that showed that this was something that she. I was just don't understand how Gail she, I mean, she died and she was getting ready to come out and take advantage of it until the backlash. Died? No, no, when Kobe died. Oh, when Kobe <laughs> died, she was getting ready to come out and start taking advantage of the situation until. Word got around that that's what was going to happen, and she went right back and... Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and she didn't come back out. That, that was supposed to take I mean, place a week ago. Bruh, it, it was all fucking... Just, it, it was all a ploy to get money. Like, exactly. let's be real about the situation. And the fact that Gail didn't don't even... Know it, need to do their research. The fact like, that right. Gail is a reporter, a journalist, and she didn't do her fucking Googles. Yeah. And she's... I mean, it just reminded me of her little BFF. Instead, she didn't wait 10 years. She waited, what, two weeks? And then you want to go talk to his best friend and one of his closest friends and try to bring that shit up? Like, See, what? and that was one of the things that bugged me, dude. Like, because I've been hearing a lot, like, oh, you know, Lisa Leslie kept her composure. Yeah, she did. She didn't lash out at fucking Gail King. Yeah. But, dog, she, if you even look at just that clip. She looked like. She looked like she started off, like, in a good mood and shit. And uh-huh. then at the end, she was damn near in tears. Like, why bro? are you like, this? Why are you trying to tear his name down? Are you fucking kidding me? But, and then fucking so after that, of course there was big backlash because of course. And I've been waiting. Everybody baby. went at Gail King and Oprah for you know 
I mean, shit. Do I, even, do I even have to fucking say it, people? I mean, when I told you guys, I, before I even told the story, I told both you guys, I was like, yeah, it's fuck Gail King and fuck Oprah. Mm-hmm. And you guys were like, what? Oh, I didn't no, know. I, I knew why. I, seen I knew. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I knew. So, you know. <laughs> but let it be known, I was the first one to ride that fuck Oprah. I tried to get you to join at an early time, and you yeah. were like, oh, no, no, she might not. Fuck that. <laughs> Call it out for what it is. <laughs> Call that bullshit out for what it is. It's now a lot of people are trying to, are literally like switching they're looking at Oprah with the biggest of side eyes lately ever since that leaving Neverland shit people looking at her like where damn Oprah got Michael Gail got Kobe ain't that a fucking <laughs> like shit anyway. because at this point it's just like for, for, for what? what yeah why yeah and don't get it twisted I understand that that case is a part of his history mm-hmm. so I'm not it's, not it's not like it's uh, they're in no way you're talking about trying to wipe it under the rug. Mm-hmm. When you get to that portion of his life, it is something to have a conversation about. But when he was alive, but you had 17 years to have that conversation with him. Yeah, and, and I know didn't they take the opportunity. And to do you it. probably partied with him. See, they probably saw I mean, each other. Yeah, and they you, have been in the same room sometime. And you, you know never I mean? thought about going up to him and asking him about that shit or setting up an interview. Because you knew Kobe was going to answer those questions because he had a, he signed a non-disclosure agreement and he's, you know. I remember when Kobe was showing up on these shows in the last few years, what was he doing? It was like a part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation yeah. where he was showing up on all these shows. Yeah, they never brought that shit up, did they? Yeah, no, but, it would, but you know, to be fair, it wasn't them bringing them on his shows. I yeah. remember it was uh, Whoopi Goldberg on one the of the views. shows. Yeah, I the mean, view. that's the most feminist show ever. You would have thought they would have brought the shit up. So, it, it, you know. Uh, nope, LeBron. So, <laughs> sorry, the Laker game on. But it, it was just like mind-blowing. Like, and, it's, and it's so <coughs> black women doing this shit. That's the craziest shit. Oprah did this shit to Michael. I think, I'm not going to compare it to trash, but shit. Oprah went to fucking Michael's house, got a great interview from him when he was alive. And after he died, went and talked to his kids and his mom, like months after he died, to try to get that story. And then years later, you go believe two fucking white boys and do it and co-sign a fucking lying-ass documentary that was on HBO. And then you try to, you know, and then you try to do that shit with Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons said, No. Nope. <laughs> and said, Bitch, said. I'm, huh? No. Nope. said, Nope. And, and they let the brigade on that. And well, that I'm not trying to say take anything from Russ, but yeah. when you get somebody that's an ally to And the, still alive. Yeah. They can talk. You back the fuck up, and you don't say nothing about Harvey Weinstein. Even though in Gail's case, she has interviewed Harvey Weinstein's like lawyer and slammed questions and shit like that. But still, you Oprah never had that same energy with Harvey Weinstein, and that's her buddy. Anyway, we're prologuing. Snoop Dogg had a lot to say because you know Snoop is Snoop, shit. and pretty much called. What did he call her? Called her everything but her name. He's called her a rat face bitch or no, some shit. Dog face bitch. Dog face bitch. Yeah. Said it was said it with his chest, and I'm like, damn Snoop. Well, you can. Get, I mean, the thing I about mean, Snoop, Snoop can say whatever the fuck he wants, because what the fuck are you gonna do? Nah, I mean, I'm he can Snoop. say whatever he wants, but honestly, dog, in the grand scheme of things, that's lightweight counterproductive, man. Yeah, I you know. know what I'm saying? Like, it's, came off like an old head. Yeah, well, not even that. Well, no, nah, it, it off, I'm like, a, I'm disrespectful tell you, as fuck. I'm gonna bro, tell you like, what it came off of because I did laugh at. I was pissed off. Oh yeah. Exactly. So no, I when I saw it, you know, emotions, I'm laughing because I'm like, you know, but in having time to think about it, I'm gonna tell you what it comes across as. Snoop has easily become hip hop's biggest 
wow story in terms of just how he's come from gangster rapper mm -hmm. to household name in white America. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With Martha Internet, Stewart. And then going from white America household name to... Yeah. He was a household name in white America before Martha Stewart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then going to international household name. Like, yeah. he could go anywhere on this on, oh, this, yeah. on this globe. Yeah. And people are going to know who Snoop is. For sure. But in this, when I had time to think about it, it was like... See, this is what C. Dolores Tucker was trying to about out when Doggy Style was first coming out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just it brought all those memories up. Even mm -hmm. though I was young, to just know the history of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It brought those memories back up to where it was like. Proved this, proved a point. Yeah, way. where it was like, all right. And then to make like, shit I'm, worse. I'm on the I'm on the fuck them page, but. I still haven't called them out their names. Yeah, you know what that's, that's what like, I was right, at with right, Oprah. Right. That's yeah, yeah. why I didn't. I wasn't like I didn't want to go out the way because I know what Oprah has done for black people, but you know that we're living. <laughs> you know I, all the shit that she's done for us and all them black kids to colleges, built shit in Africa, all that shit. That's why I was, it was hard for me to really just I guess call Oprah out on her name at first. But when you look at her actions lately, and also when it comes to Snoop, <laughs> if you see his reply, <laughs> what did he say? He he had like a whole long ass rant about you didn't do this to Michael, blah, 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 blah. I was with him all the way. Fuck Oprah and Gail King. I was all the way there until he said, free Bill Cosby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn powerful <laughs> nigga. I was, like, I was with you all the way until you yeah, just. Said, yeah, free you Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. shit. Up. <laughs> like, oh, Why? Mm, thank you, Snoop no, Dogg. I got no, some button no, 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 that you no. need. <laughs> no, no, no. And then Bill Cosby Man. tweeted him from jail. No. <laughs> I don't know. I like, he's, I, first off, I didn't know he had, he had a Twitter account. And second of all, you can use your phone in jail. Oh, yeah. You can do a lot of things. You see power? They got burners. <laughs> all day. All day. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, thank you, Snoop Dogg, and fuck Oprah and that. Bitch Dale and rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. And I got a lifelong supply of button and dog. Yeah. I was very shocked when he tweeted out. I was like, damn. <laughs> he still got that clearance on, on his books and <laughs> shit. <laughs> Putting pops must be paying off. Goddamn. It was just that headline saying, Bill Cosby thanks Snoop Dogg from jail. Yeah. That was like the most rant. It was like, this is 2020. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm. I knew where I was thinking next. I was like, damn, is R. Kelly going to say something now? You <laughs> read? I mean, you don't got to read. You don't got to read. <laughs> well, that's, because, that's the you problem. Know, Snoop posted a video. You don't got to read to hear. But he does. He can't even have a phone. He can't. Yeah, but he can't type that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> As many true. people defended him over the years. Yeah, you're right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah, Somebody shit. can fix that for him. And plus, Siri sounds like a little girl. So, I mean. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Gail, and then, oh yeah, Gail responded too, and she tried to, you know, do some damage control, but she knew what the fuck she was doing. Let's, let's just bring this. See, my damage up. control, like, there shouldn't have been need to have damage control if you just shut, shut the fuck up. Honestly, man. And, you, and the fact, I'm still just off the fact when she just shrugged that shit off when she brought up the, tri the trial. Y'all talk about, like, oh, you weren't there. It was that fact when she shrugged off the tri trial shit. It was like someone, it was like the fact that she was giving you facts and you were just shrugging the shit off. Like, uh, now, like see, the, the, the that shit got though, me. I mean, hear, hear me out, though. There's a lot of trials and shit that don't really go by the book. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I. From that end, shrugging off the trial, yeah, okay, it is major, but, the but it's not the fucking big it. thing. But it's to tell somebody, oh, well, you wouldn't see that. Like, how the fuck are you going to tell 
Some, somebody who was actually in the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, you, you're not going to see that because you're his friend. Like, and they the tried fuck? to dig for it. And, it, and the clip yeah, wasn't like, like a one-minute really clip. Pushing. It wasn't like a one-minute clip. It was a good two-minute clip. Like that two and a half minutes. Two and a half minute clip. Wow. And it was like, oh, they, and it was like, oh, I'm flabbergasted by the clip. Like, no, bitch, you asked the questions. How can you be flabbergasted if you don't damn questions? Seriously, you know <laughs> what's going on? You yeah, like if you're doing you a, if you're doing an interview about Kobe, what they think that you you think the editors are just gonna put together a two minute clip of you talking nicely about yeah. his daughters and his family life? No, they gonna Seriously. go for the shit that's gonna get the clicks. Exactly, yeah, they got the clicks. That shit was fucking disgusting. I mean, out of all the shit they could have used. To use yeah. that, I mean, I know that's the most obvious one. Don't get me wrong, but CBS, y'all, y'all got to do better, man. And then what pissed me off even more was Oprah going on trying to do her damage control too. Oh yeah, for her friends, you know, talking about, well, you know, she's very hurt and very, you know, she's sick. You know, she has to ride around with security. And I remember hearing that, and I was like, don't y'all ride around with security, anyways? Like, yeah, she, she get death threats. She, she ride around you know, security. And I never agree with death threats, but it's like she's just so distraught over this. And it's like. Oh, so Vanessa and the girls aren't distraught over this, but you had to bring it up in the fact that you know you're taking it. You're taking advantage of Kobe's death, ignoring the fact that he died with his daughter. Shit. So now, now his remaining daughters have to live through this shit, and two of his right. daughters weren't even alive for this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And one of them Damn. can barely comprehend what's going on with it right now because yeah. she's three. But you know the the when they bring up terrible twos and you know. Whatever they have to, to name the Curious Threes, because I know there's something for that. Just, you know, just the idea of she's learning. She's now going to have to learn about stuff. It's bad enough she's going to have to learn about her father without her father being there. Yeah. yeah. But now she's got to learn about this shit, and it's not coming from her immediate family. And a lot of and a lot of reporters, <laughs> what's it called? And a lot of reporters were kind of on Twitter, you know, the fucking know-it-all motherfuckers. They were kind of like, well, that's her job to fucking dig for the questions and all this other shit. She's a reporter. That's her job. And it's history. So you have to. I'm like, dude, the motherfucker just died two weeks ago. And you're trying to, man, fuck out of here. I mean, yeah, you're bringing up a history from 17 years ago and you're trying to funnel it in. You're trying to jam pack everything in uh, for what happened two weeks ago. But it's, again, like, there were 16 years, 16, 17 years in between that time. Hmm. What did he do between that time? It don't matter. Because, to, like, no. you know, in my eyes, he showed that he learned from that. And oh, yeah, he no, took his that. mistakes and he turned it into something positive. Definitely that. But I'm saying, like, to these But to the public. To those people. Yeah, no. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like. Once, yeah, once you're. And it still bothers. It bothered me before he. Long before he died. Like, once you're when, vilified, you're vilified. Yeah, forever, like, bro. it would bother me you know to I mean? the point where I just had to ignore it. But, you know, the comments yeah. on social media. Oh, you defend. Uh, yeah, it's, it's easy. Well, Michael Jordan and LeBron weren't a rapist. And it's like, all what? right. So now you're not even talking about basketball yeah, at this point. seriously. You're just trying to go for a low blow. Whatever. It's, That's right, what they do, man. You. And if you try to give them the facts. They just ignore it. But I want to give a shout out to Erica Cobb. I don't. I forgot what publication she was on when she was talking about it. Mm. But she broke this shit down very eloquently. And for those who haven't seen it, I would recommend going to search her name on social media. It's a two minute, twenty second clip herself. Mm-hmm. But to break it down, what she was saying was she was trying to get people to understand why there's this outcry against what Gail King had said. And she's like, if you're gonna tell that story. You need to tell the bigger picture of what's been going on throughout this country for a long... It's long, It goes long before Kobe. And there's an excerpt that I wrote down that she says, she says, when this happened, white dads were telling their 14-year-old white daughters about the Kobe's of the world. Mm-hmm. While black parents were telling their 14-year-old black sons about Emmett Till. Yeah. Shit. 
So if you want to have this conversation, let's have the conversation in the bigger spectrum. Right. Because what ended up happening was, as Martine was saying, if you read these documents, the white woman in this ended up fabricating her story. Yeah. On some Emmett Till shit. Which is not unfamiliar to what we've seen in the past. I mean, and to be frank, Kobe's not even the first athlete that went through this. If you remember the, the high school kid, I forget his name, but in the 90s, I believe, the one that went to jail for like 12 or 13 years. Mm-hmm. Off of some shit because the girl said, I don't, and I don't even know if she was white or black, but that doesn't matter at this yeah. point. It was the fact that they had consensual sex, but she went and told the police that, no, I, I was raped. And then 12 or 13 years later, recanted her statement. Oh, yeah. And he gets out. I remember that yeah. the NFL gave him a tryout, but at that point, it's like it the man's late. like, mm-hmm. yeah. you took everything yeah, away yeah. from him. Seriously. So it's not even the fact that he wasn't even the first. At, that's the spectrum you got to look at. Kobe wasn't even the first athlete that went in through this, right. let alone black man. So yeah. if you're gonna have this top, if you're gonna have this conversation, and you want to go that deep, let's go and examine the full spectrum of this. Right. Don't just nitpick and choose something that happened 17 years ago. Right. And ignore the fact that the man invested his money into not only going with children's books to edu- to tell the story of basketball to these kids, but then went and also invested his money into all youth for basketball itself, and then went and coached his daughter. And the rest of the girls along with her mm-hmm. to help educate these young women in the line of basketball. Right. I mean, that's why it's just the whole shit's just it's nasty. Bunch of like, fuckery. Yeah. No, that's that, man. Bunch of fuckery. Like, and, and we haven't even had the memorial for him yet. Which is like coming. Sear, oh my god. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we haven't even buried him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He, he hasn't even buried him. It's been and two weeks. Like, it's like they couldn't wait. They couldn't they, wait to fuck up his legacy. Yeah. Couldn't wait to try to tarnish that shit. That's wild. That's just you know wild. You know what? Now that you guys are bringing it up, it's like everybody was speaking so good of Kobe. You know what I mean? So highly of him, and then all of a sudden, this comes back. It's it was like, like it was like once the, it was kind of like the public perception. Once the Lakers did the memorial for him, it's like okay, now we can talk. It's like, yeah. fam, understand the situation. The he didn't die, and even if he died by himself, mm-hmm. still doesn't give you the leeway to just start bringing up old shit that has nothing to do with the man, right? And how he lived the latter part of his life, especially when that old shit has holes in the story. Yeah. So that's like, and I think that's the main thing too is if we're speaking of named rapists or those who have been convicted of sexual assault, even with them, yeah, you bring that up because you you see the way that they move afterwards. Yeah. And if it feels like they, you know, in the case of R. Kelly, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, 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 he ain't learned all these years. He kept all. doing this shit. So when right. R. Kelly dies, obviously that's going to be something that you bring up at from the yeah. moment you re- yeah, realize yeah, he's yeah. dead. Definitely, mm-hmm. um, that's gonna be something that gets brought up when his time comes. Mm-hmm. In the sense of again, when it comes, it was just. It was long ago, man. Yeah, it was a long time ago. He changed his fucking life. Changed his fucking... life. Hasn't touched another white yeah. girl ever. I mean. It is what it is, man. He didn't... He, I mean, it's, what? It's, it's fucked up. And like you said, he hasn't even been buried yet. And they did announce his funeral was going to be on 224. These numbers, like, fuck. Yeah, no, of seriously. course, Geely's number got retired at her fucking middle school, which was kind of heartfelt. And again, round of applause for Vanessa. I gotta give it up to Vanessa. It's, it's, Keep it up. Cool. Same, the same way yeah. I gave it up to Lauren and her old new cool. I mean, the, like, Vanessa doesn't have to share those moments with us. But... Vanessa put those moments on her Instagram for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Right. She, and, she you know, gets it. she uh, knows. Yeah, obviously, with Gigi, just the number of being retired by itself was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But then to hear her teacher say that, 
she teaches a class of 40. And since the death, whenever she calls Gigi's name, the whole class says here. Mm. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, just that, like, why are you bringing up this man's past? He he wasn't the only one. His, and he went with his own flesh and blood. Because, man, these crack, these crackers. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. When you get in bed with these crackers, this is what happens. I did like, and I, I... Forgive me for not remembering the coach's name, the baseball coach and his family that passed away. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I did see that, what was it, the Anaheim Angels were opening their stadium. Somebody was opening their stadium for his memorial. Oh, I don't know if it was shit. the Angels or the Dodgers. But somebody was, he's going to have their, well, three of them, they're all going to have their memorial there. Mm. Oh, wow. So I want to give a round of applause to whichever organization is opening that up. Yeah, definitely. Too. Um, Even if it is the Dodgers, yeah, it, I mean, I, I don't care. Like, yeah, that this is this is something totally different. It's, 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 sports. it's so much bigger. I want to give a round of applause to the Golden State Warriors for how they didn't have to do what they did. Yeah, um, with the game against the Lakers, right? Um, they best they, games were well, there though. Yeah, they they could have just went the simple fact was we're gonna do the memorial and you know that's that. Mm. They made it was kind of like what Staples Center. Well, did. some um, I was. I always joke around how, you know, up here, Oracle was just Staples Center North. Yeah. But there were a bunch of Warriors fans that were coming out like, that really felt like we were at Staples Center North. Just the environment. It was it was love. Like, we we embraced everything Kobe to the point where the game was ending. And they start chanting out Kobe at yeah. the end of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the t-shirts and everything. You know, just that. Like, I want to commend the Warriors on, on doing that. They didn't have to do that. But the two late 24 ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they didn't have to do that, but opening their hearts to that, it. I gotta admit, it has me seeing their organization, their front office, in a different way now. Oh, definitely, um, definitely. You know, it just yeah. that, that kind of respect. I, Steph, I was rocking that. The tw- Steph was rocking the twenty-four jersey and shit like yeah. that. We get to the Lakers in a bit, but yeah, that was yeah, but yeah, two twenty-four. That's when the funeral is gonna be at the Staples Center, so it's gonna be. Michael Kobe, Michael Nipsey Kobe at the staple funerals right held at Staples. And the the difference is though with all three of them is this is Kobe's house. Yeah, yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, this is Kobe's house. Yeah, I don't Everybody else were, and I don't want to say it in a disrespectful way to call Michael and Nipsey visitors mm. because they weren't. You know, Nipsey was homegrown. Michael lived in you know, LA. but but in yeah. terms of. That's where we saw Kobe at work. Yep. Every night. Day in, day out. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. to that, that's going to be a little, in my eyes, I, I watched the Michael funeral. I watched the Nipsey funeral. Mm. They were special and different in their own rights. Kobe was at This Michael's one's going funeral. to be different. Kobe was yeah. at Michael's funeral. Yeah. That's a wild This one's shit. going to be different because as you're doing the funeral, I would imagine his jerseys are going to be lit up. Of course. Well, of course. So, they have to be. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah. literally... We're bringing him home. Mm-hmm. We're allowing him to go home in his second home. I will not want to be in L.A. that day. Oof. Woo. It's it's the city's <laughs> shutting down. Yeah. Oh, for I sure. I mean, if you if you thought for we sure. saw something with Nipsey. Nipsey's? That was like, surprising. Oh, yeah, no, this is, this is on a whole other level. This is Very on an different. international scale. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah, I, I've already, Super Bowl status. Yeah. I've already, I've already said Monday, I'm not, I'm not doing anything but watching this before the show. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, Obviously. I, right, right. Yeah. yeah that's going to be a, it's, it's going to be rough. That's going to be a rough day. But, yeah, that happened. And um, uh, Staying on basketball. Uh, I'm going to get to the second half of Vic shit when we talk about people trying to nah, sign. Nah, I was to stay on basketball because we're already here. Um, Hennessy. 
Tennessee. It just got announced earlier today that Hennessy has now replaced Jack Daniels as the official spirit of the NBA, WNBA, and USA basketball. So they now agreed on a multi-year partnership. And once the two say go to fucking NFL, <laughs> Jay Z's there. I'm just saying. Well, I don't think. Well, you got to remember they got to beat out cores. And but like, and, the and don't they got some with Jack Daniels too? Uh, nah. They don't? Nah. Okay, then that was just the NBA. I mean, it's open, but you're going to have to compete, with the, you have to compete with the beers. Yeah, hey. Shit. Get that deal going. Or staying on basketball um, when it, before Vic's documentary. Dwayne Wade's going to have himself another. Uh, he's going to have himself a 30 for 30. This is going to be directed by Ron Howard, and pretty much a camera crew followed. Whoa. Yeah, a camera crew followed him for 10 years. Yeah. Documenting his life. He's, when LeBron was on the heat all the way to when he retired. What? Yeah. This That's is a, fucking crazy. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. That and wild. it premieres the day before Kobe's funeral, 223. <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I was. Uh, anything Dwayne Wade related, I'm buying. Uh, Dwayne Wade, in my eyes, is one of the best basketball players that ever laced him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, let alone, you can make an argument for third, fourth. I'm not accepting anything less than fifth best shooting guard yeah, in, yeah. in the league's history. And also, staying on 30 for yeah, 30. Yeah, he's definitely up there. Yeah, Staying on he's 30 for 30. I saw the second half of Michael Vick shit, and it was the one that pissed me off. <laughs> because I, I knew it was, it was expected. I know? knew it was going to piss me off, but it was just seeing... How it happened, and I was like, I remember that, and it was like, damn, they did that, damn, mother, motherfucker, what kind of, what kind of shit is that? What kind of shit is that? What kind of shit? That's is all I that? kept saying. It's like you white folks love your dogs. <laughs> See, the thing is, on my fuck end, your dogs. You had it from my aspect. I just got to Tennessee to start college when this was all taking place. Oh shit, oh, you were right in the mix. So I was seeing both sides of the spectrum where it was, oh, wow. yeah, people. Wanted his head, literally. Yeah, for some literally goddamn wanted his head. It wasn't like he went out to the club and some dude spilled a drink on him and then he just went yeah. at the stoplight and then went to practice. It wasn't like he fucking punched his wife in the face. It wasn't like he raked a girl in the fucking bathroom. Oh, no, 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 no. You just did some dog fights. But well, here's... let's be fair, bro. It wasn't just one or two dogs and, and a whole legion <laughs> and it's not like they deserve to yeah. die you know what yeah. I mean? and it was also the way Let's how they did yeah, this I get it like, but I want to be clear in what I'm saying <laughs> I saw both sides of the spectrum but I also saw both races and creeds on each side of the spectrum uh, where it wasn't just black or white it was usually what I saw was the people who were not only dog lovers but weren't had Come in, they came into the South like I did. Yeah. We weren't natives to the South. Mm-hmm. They were the ones that wanted his head. Both black and white. I also saw both black and white Southerners mm-hmm. who were looking at it like, you go to jail for that shit? Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And they was calling their cousins, yo, you better get rid of that fucking kettle right now. Kettle, like, right. If, if they doing that to Vic, they can do that to old Ray Ray at any fucking time. But how far <laughs> they went to getting him is like when they found... First, how it happened was that his boy had... What? His boy had weed on him and then they did a search warrant at the house. And then yeah, it was just, drug paraphernalia. Yeah, and then they searched and they found... How it the, always starts. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how it starts. Like any other fucking crime drama. And then they found the fucking dog legion... Had a two story, it was like a two story fucking barn and shit like that. And then all of a sudden, like, 
what's it called? The district attorney in Georgia didn't want to fucking do it because he was just like, this is fucking stupid. Why am I going to do this shit? Like, he kept dragging his feet. They kept trying to pressure him. So after that, they were like, oh, we're just going to go to the fucking FBI. And they went to the fucking FBI. Then the FBI came in terms. I was like, what the fuck? So then, you know, Vic turned himself in. And then the judge, they thought he was going to get, he, he pled guilty. They thought he was going to get at least six months. That judge said, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they thought the bulk of his, uh, his penalty was heavy stint of probation. Yeah. That's what they thought it was going to be. Like six all right, months, six he's going to get he's going to get house years arrest. of house arrest, probation, all that. And you know, with the house arrest, it was you can go to practice, you can go to the game, and then you're coming right back. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're not doing anything in between. No, nah, that yeah. judge was like, oh no, nah, the way you did this shit, twenty three months. Just Victor, yeah. he looked at this man, like, what the fuck <laughs> for some dogs? <laughs> like I said, man. I mean, I. I completely understand you guys' stand on it. You know what I mean? But, like, at the same token, it wasn't. Even, even on Fox News. It wasn't News. just one or two dogs. I like, know. bro, he let killed me, a let bunch me. of them motherfuckers. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Let me explain something to you. Fuck the I dogs. Know, I, know, I, I understand it being normal in the South or whatever, but, bro, like, that shit's wild. Over a black life. They cared more about a That's what dog. Okay. Let me, no, no, Let no, me explain that something part, to you. I completely because agree with I know you. Where, I also know where you're coming from. Yeah, We're fellow dog owners. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, I know. Fuck them dogs. I understand. Asshole. I get it. It's just when the when the doc carries on, and then the next scene after he gets sentenced is Steve Harvey on stage. Yeah, and he's saying you get all them years for dogs, but Sean Bell just got oh shit a clip unloaded on him by three cops. Yeah, and they all walked away. Yeah, and then you and then after that you go to Fox News and you see this old you see when you mind you hold on let me clarify this because I'm not on the side of. Of the court system, I know you ain't that that right. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, just put it in perspective a little. You know no, what no. I mean? Like, well, that's all. And we but, understand what you're but saying. That no, it's the perspective that's of that's a whole. Yeah, I get you. No, and then I they show you. that clip from Fox totally News understand. when old boy goes and says, "Well, he killed. You know, it's good that he gets a second chance, but he killed dogs." So I honestly, I feel he should have got the death penalty. And it was just like, yeah, that's just wild. Straight yeah. up, just said it, just like this. No. It was just a and then when they were interviewing um, other celebrities walking through the airports, and they were like, "Did you think you got a, a, a big enough?" Dude, uh, Dave, Dave Matthews band. That's what. No, what yeah, they're like, "Did you think he got a big enough sentence?" And then he's like, "Did he get hung?" And then he's like, "No, nah, I don't think he got a severe enough sentence." The white boy from Dave Matthews like, band said that shit. Wow. And then what, what made it all even more fucked up was the PETA spokesperson. I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. I was actually glad they found him to interview him for throughout this. Mm-hmm. I always gotta get both sides. When yeah, it comes to these documentaries. He even went out and said, "Had that been Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. I'm very sure it would have ended very differently." If that was so Peyton I'm not Manning. And he said, "I'm not dismissing the there was yeah there was some racial tension involved." If that with was that. Peyton oh, Manning, sure. Tom Brady, to. Ben Roethlisberger, that would have been a whole different. We've seen what happened with Ben Roethlisberger. He kept playing. Yeah. It. yeah, Ben Roethlisberger did it to a white woman and got away. Ray Rice, well, he punched a black girl, but he can't. They let him back in the no, league. No, 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 no. He didn't no, punch he a did. black girl. He punched his fiance his or wife. Fiance, and so that's what I meant. Wasn't just some random girl. Mm. Like let's let's keep it very clear he on punched that. Punched his wife, and then they let him back in the league. No, Take they, didn't. No, they didn't. No, no, they, Ray no. Rice, no, they no. did let him back. They, they let people pick him up. That's what no. I was getting into. No, they did 
did. I they tried to know. They tried to ignore it initially and just suspend them for two games. Then the no, first... no, no, and no. I'm talking about the nutshell. I remember this shit. They suspended him, and then after that, they brought him back, but no team would pick him up. I remember no, that. No, they reinstated him. Reinstate. That's what I meant. But reinstating doesn't mean you bring him back. That just means Jarrell's will to come back. That's yeah, all that means. And no they, team they, picked they, him up. they did the same thing with Vic. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, reinstating it. doesn't mean anything. It just means, okay, your suspension's up. Yeah, yeah. They didn't pick him up, not because of that. They've been picking him up because he didn't have he, was he didn't have it on the field to back up the scrutiny they were going to face yeah. for bringing him on board. Yeah. And also, Vic didn't take a knee. So, <laughs> so yeah, you kill some dogs. You didn't take a knee. You didn't punch a wife. You didn't rape bitches. That's all you did. Kill some goddamn dogs. Anyway, that's all the bad stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff. Andy um, Reid gave him a round of applause for Andy Reid. Yeah. Gave him a second chance. He said, yo, my son fucked up. And I believe in second chances. See, Andy Reid just found himself in... I don't want to say the right place at the right time because these are some bad things that he's found himself <laughs> being in these positions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's just say he, of all people, would know about redemption. Yeah. Sure. He seems to be in the right place for a lot of these players. Um, not as severe, but for Terrell Owens... Yeah. Mm. He was in the right place for him. Uh, Donovan McNabb, he was in the right place for him. Mm. Because of, again, how in part one they explained just how the views of the black quarterback was viewed in general. Right. So he was in the right place for him. Um, Also, a round of applause to Tony Dungy. Yeah. He's the one I mentored him. They just seemed... It was just all in... Vic would have had to have been the most evil motherfucker to just let it all fall by the wayside. Even with those two in his corner. Mm-hmm. So just to have those two <coughs> men who are well respected in the NFL. Yeah. Even exceeding the NFL just in sports in general. I mean, right. you bring their names up and, you know, it commands attention. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so to have those as his two and then when as his two supporters, kind of like his Dr. Dre and his Eminem. His, his, as a 50, conscious. You know what I'm saying? Like, And also, not only that, like when he nearly fucked up when he had his birthday party and shots went off and he found out one of his cronies that got locked up with him that got him in that shit was there and he knew he was on probation he needed to be far away from them. He was like, hey, bro, they gave me a chance and they, they let me off here, but I can't fuck this up. So I, I need you to stay fucking clear of me. I still got love for you, but you got to stay clear for me. And after that... Yeah, that would have gave every every... Every organization, their front office reason be like, nah, he hasn't learned. Cut him. Yep. Andy Reid called him the next morning and said, just get just get here. Just get to practice. And we'll we'll get you set up. And that way you don't have to worry about what's going on with, with everything. We're yep. going to get you to – you're going to be over here. And Donald right. McNabb was you're trying to help right. him. Donald McNabb helped him get in shape. And then when he found out McNabb got fucking traded, he was like, what the fuck? Well, not only that, I think he did something better for him besides getting in shape. Mm. You know, before that – Mike was just used to running things his way. Mm-hmm. I'll show up when I want to show up. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. McNabb was like, "Nah, we gonna be the first ones in this in this building. We gonna be the last ones to leave." Yep. So it ain't you know, yeah. It was about on the field, but watching film, mm. answering during the meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, just being account- you know, you're going to be present. being accountable, right? Yeah, and like just being an NFL fucking quarterback. And pretty yeah. much. Long story short. He, he he became comeback player of the year at the fucking Eagles. He fumbled a hundred million dollars and, and then got, got it, back. it back. That's just crazy. That shit is still wild to me. He got that I shit. I think back. he's like the only 
the only player I think so. to get like a to get two hundred million dollars. He literally saved the shit. Eagles. He literally saved yeah. their organization when McNabb left. He was like the second coming. That Monday night game against Washington is well, forever one of the greatest games mm. I've seen live. He whooped that ass. I mean, the first mm. throw to Deshaun. I remember that. Just flung that shit yeah. and just, just was like, oh, shit okay. looked easy, man. Yeah, and he was just—they were just running the score up. And wasn't wasn't McNabb playing that game? No, what, no, because he went to the he went to the Redskins. I remember that. He went to the Redskins. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Eagles. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He went to the Redskins. I remember he was he playing. But I think the that was no. Game. I think that was the season when McNabb was still on the Eagles sideline. No, they got rid of him. They nah. traded him. Oh, yeah, okay, he was gone. Yeah, right, he was, gone. was there. He, he was, was there. there. Yeah. Damn. And then after that, it was just showing what he, you know, how he became the traveling player. What's what they, what, that's what they call him, right? Traveling QBs when they go to different teams. Journeyman. Journeyman. journeyman yeah, he became a journeyman, and then he just realized when he was on the Steelers, yeah, don't got it no more. Didn't get a trophy, but you know what? I told my grandma I was going to be in the NFL. I'm in the fucking NFL, me, man, Pat. Deuces. I mean, he did something more impressive than getting a trophy. Mm. He got $200 million bags. Seriously, yep. man. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, and, not only, and not only that, man, and then they showed all the mobile quarterbacks that came after him, like the Russell Wilsons, the fucking Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Lamar Jackson. Watson. They showed almost all of them, except for one. No, they and another nah, one. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, don't. I, I will do that. Don't do that. I will do that. You, anyway, you ain't no better than Gail, my nigga. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> nah, they didn't show Cap and they didn't show Cam and then you said they didn't show RG3. RG3. Yeah. So I mean, RG3 is sad. That deserves a 30 for 30. Ugh, shit. Yeah. That's Booby Miles. Mm. Room my that, uh, football career. Well, RG3 himself, <laughs> that QB class deserves one. Remember, the one that went before him was Andrew Luck. Yep. Shit. And fucking what you call it? Uh, his backup, Kirk Cousins, was yeah. drafting the same draft. If only who was the coach? Who yeah. If, if I would have told you during that draft, hey, Kirk Cousins is gonna be the last one out of those three in the NFL. Shit. That's and he's wild. gonna be in the playoffs. Well, he's gonna be a starter in the playoffs. Beat the Saints. RG three was win a playoff the, game. What do you call it? It's still on the Ravens. Yeah, he but is. This, but yeah. Cousins is an actual starter. Though, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. and almost, that's and, just crazy. Yeah, it took him to the fucking names. It took him beat the Saints <laughs> at home. <laughs> at their home. But, yeah. But, yeah, man, that was a great documentary. Really great documentary. Well put together. Well put together. ESPN 33, uh, 30, 30 for 30s, 30s is just... They have not missed. It's great. Anyway. Football is still around, motherfucker. All right. And I... Ben. Give me a hell yeah! The wrestling. <laughs> this McMahon proudly brings to you, he proudly brought us XFL 2.0. <laughs> that's pretty much what I'm calling it. Well, I like to call it Last Chance You the League. That's pretty much what this shit is. I was surprised. They exceeded my expectations. Same here. It that re- shit blew me away, man. They exceeded my expectations, man. I told you, Vinny Mac was going to learn his lesson because he got, he got ESPN, Fox, and who else? ABC to show these games? Oh, yeah, he was going to fumble them bags. <laughs> Hell no, nah, he wasn't going to fumble hmm. them bags. It was almost as if, like, I still went into it kind of with an open mind. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, it was, I still went into it looking to poke holes. Same here. Because yep. the, because yep. the, yep. as, as good as some of the rules, uh, these rules that they were implementing sounded, yeah. some of them just sounded off the wall, too. So it was kind of like, this shit sounded like a gimmick still. Like, all right, let's see yeah, how it plays definitely. out. After the first game, Nah, I was good. Yep. I'm like, I'm here. When they got rid of all, well, the, I was gi- in. Yeah. When they got I rid of in, all the gimmicks, no wrestling intros and shit like that. When they just had you, when you saw the game, I'm like, okay, this is good. 
It was, it's a good game, mm-hmm. and it's fast. Yeah, fast and quick. Very fast. Very fast. Almost like arena football in a way, yeah. to an extent. Mm. The kickoff, I really enjoyed That's a round of applause. That was awesome. Why did the NFL come up with that shit? Now, you want to talk about player safety? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the XFL get... is the one that got it right. The extreme, extreme Football, football League. Yeah. <laughs> they got it right. Well, they're not even calling it extreme. It's just XFL, but it's still extreme. Yeah, motherfuckers have to be close to each other now. <laughs> what yeah, was so they, move, the... they move them to like line up to, like, what, the 35, is it? It's the 35 on the other side. Yeah. So it's yeah. on – so the players, the 10 players are lined up there, but the kicker is lined up on his own 35. Right. Mm-hmm. So now it – you know, obviously, you don't want to have contact with anybody till the returner decides if they want to return it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, that's beautiful. That's because yeah. now, yeah. So it's, it's, it makes it harder for them to fucking try to go up to the end zone and shit like that. Yeah, and, and not only that, but it saves injuries because, bro, you're not running like yeah. forty yards of steam. Exactly. And, and it also, you have to be what's the word for it? Tech, not technical, strategic. You gotta find, you gotta literally. Be quick when you're running. You gotta find a hole, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if you get through it, that's six points. You gotta get past the fucking kicker. But other than that, that's six points. If you can find a hole in there, six points. What do you think about the fucking one, two, three point conversions? It worked in mine. Yeah, that's worked. Didn't need us. Uh, don't need any PATs in I know. terms of kicking. Yeah, it makes the game a little bit more exciting because when it gets like the crunch time and you got to make that, you get a touchdown, you got to make that choice: one, two, or three point conversions. And the three point conversion, I'll bring a lot of drama. Well, see what it does is to it that those uh, those fourteen and seventeen point games are no longer the same any, uh, as no? in the NFL. Yeah, serious. Now mm-hmm. it's a whole completely different game where you can walk away. <laughs> um, in two drives, you could walk away with 18 points and be down 17. Now you're up by one. Yeah. Mm. Like, literally, like, in a span of two touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. Like, that, to me, that is a... Uh, I like that a lot. What do you think about the one foot in catch for the inbounds and shit? I always felt like one foot should be in. Mm. I'm kind of... I'm kind of in between. makes more sense. I'm kind of in between running. Maybe because I'm so used to watching on the NFL two feet in. I get it. I understand, but... But, I mean, the reason why is I've seen so many great college... Catches. catches. Yeah. And you only got to have one foot in. Yeah. So yeah. he gets an NFL. It's like, all right, so what's the point of the extra fucking foot? Like, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Now it, here's the exclamation point. I caught it. Yeah. But even then, you put an extra fucking foot in. Now that's the reason why the motherfucking def- uh, defensive back can smack the ball out your goddamn hand because you're worried about getting the second foot <laughs> in. You got to have complete Seriously. control of the ball yeah. and all types of shit. Like, no, nah, no. Nah, make a... Make a make the catch great again. A catch is a fucking catch. <laughs> I don't have to Give see a hell, goddamn... Yeah. Uh, a fucking algebraic formula to show me that yeah, the catch was caught. Seriously, yeah. he caught it. Yeah, yeah, it's either he was caught it, it or yeah. he fucking didn't. Yeah, you know, fucking continuation. He caught it. What other aspect of the game I liked? It was just it was. Fast. I'm gonna tell you the aspect I love, not like, but I love what the footballs themselves. Oh, football! Oh, yeah, fire. the tight, footballs man. have each team's logo, ah. which means that when a defensive player gets the turnover. Uh huh. It's like hunting. You have now taken away that team's football. That. Oh, that's how they do. I thought they did that in the NFL. They don't do that in the NFL. No. Nah. They, so well, no, when they, you, they do, uh-huh. but it's not the same. Like, for example, you said it had the logo. It's more than that. On well, the no, end of the, the football, the, it has their colors. No, too. that's what I'm saying. But it's the team's logo is on yeah. there. It's in, right, right dead in the middle. And it's their name, I believe. Yeah. So it's the yeah, logo exactly. and the team name. Oh, it's their right. football. On the, so it's like on the hunting. Point, on the end of the yeah. football, it has their colors yeah. also. Can you imagine a defensive every time they pick it off? Because they did that Niner shit. Every time we pick, did a turnover, we run to the end zone. It ain't just the Niner shit, bro. That's everybody. Everybody so does it was, that. Um, yes. was it? Uh, the, um, we made it popular. 
the def- uh, the defensive lineman for the Washington team because mm. he was the one that got the um, the turnover when they were when oh, Tampa I know what you're talking about. He's like, it's oh, mine yeah. now. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not, back. Back. I'm not giving it back. I'm not giving it back. And I was like, why is he saying I'm not giving it back? And so they put the ball down the next play for Washington's offense. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that a logo on their football? I was like, fam, that's the greatest shit ever. Like, it's like yeah, can you imagine that's putting that shit on that's their what I'm fucking... saying. As a defensive player, catching like that gives you so much more incentive to get a turnover. Yeah. Because when you go home to your mantle, it's like it's literally like you're a hunter. Yeah, yeah, I got this one. Yeah, I got this one. He was a bitch ass nigga when I got that from him. Yeah, Fuck collecting jerseys. I want collecting balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> collecting balls, pause. nigga. Pause. <laughs> Big old pause. I want your ball, nigga. I want your ball, nigga. <laughs> but yeah, that's. Yeah, no, that, that aspect is that. I, that, I love yeah, that, that aspect. access yeah, yeah, yeah. to cameras, guys. Remind this, it, just like the XFL 1.0, how they have all access to the fucking um, what's it called? The access to the to the sidelines and shit, to the sideline and the locker room, yeah, and the locker room. Yeah, I think the, lock, the locker rooms that's a little too much. But I feel like it's it's only because they don't have like a uh, what do you call it? Actual halftime show set up the way the NFL does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once they get that shit figured out, I'm pretty sure you know. What I mean, it'll, it'll switch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also not only that, well, not only that, I thought that was funny on the first game. Every time when the when the kicker missed the field goal, <laughs> and then the reporter oh, went shit. over to yeah. her, yeah, and said, "Hey, so what went through your mind? Well, I fucking missed it." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that shit was hilarious. Like I missed Definitely. it. What What did you think I did? And then and and then they sit with the coaches, talking to them, like going through the plays. I'm like. NFL never gonna lie. Shit, yeah. I was like, oh damn. Yeah, the coaches being mic'd up in with the twenty-five second play clock instead of the forty-second. Uh huh. Yeah. Now you take out all the fucking verbiage that just has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. You got to get straight to the point and get them on. So to hear the coaches calling the plays, and even the coaches stuttering, even because the, they're yeah. trying to get everything yeah, out on it. Even it's, the, it's all brand new. Yeah. And the refs, the refs, the refs being mic'd up yeah. too. And not only the refs being mic'd up. But it was hearing them call in to the other center. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. hey, okay, we got you on here. Did you see what happened? You know, mm-hmm. just now you're seeing how everything works. NFL yeah. ain't done a lot of that shit. But I see. And, man, the biggest one to me, though, strategy-wise, mm-hmm. is just oh, yeah. having all the specialists with the, with the uh, what do you call it, earpiece. Yeah. yeah. So, you pretty much I mean? you so, said the receivers yeah. can hear the plays. The receivers, all... running backs, tight ends, mm-hmm. all, and the quarterbacks. And I was going like, why can't the NFL do that? Now, you saw the NFL short because after what's happened to the Saints the last two playoff runs. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. You can best believe in, in in a span of, I would give it five years, but I would say realistically say within three. Mm. Within three years, the referees is going to have be mic'd up. Oh, yeah. They don't have to explain oh, themselves on them fucking penalties that they throw. Oh, yeah. yeah like, I, sure. I was I was that picture that's floating around of uh, from Jerry Rice when he was at the Super Bowl. And it's uh-huh. like him up close yeah. on the TV. Yeah. Mm. That's my first thought. I was like, Roger Goodell watching the XFL just like that. Like, mm. <laughs> the fuck they doing over here? And not only that. And what was another one that was, like, kind of crazy? Not just the refs. There was some other one. Oh, they had Troy Aikman out there. And even he was kind of co-signing all the shit. He was like, oh, yes. this is a good idea. When you have Troy Aikman, Super Bowl uh, uh, football legend, co-signing all this, I'm like, okay, Vince got it. Shout out to my dog, Marquette King. Would have had one of the greatest punts. In his t- in XFL history, if your fucking teammate didn't fucking touch the ball, yeah, <laughs> stupid. And then looks and then looked like, oh, what? Like he just looked like he didn't even know what he was supposed to Pat do. McAfee, yeah. Pat McAfee, Pat well, McAfee was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> he explained himself. You know what I mean? But that's that. It goes back to the interview shit. Yeah. As soon as the play was over, Pat McAfee went to him like, "Hey, you know what? What was going on?" And he's yeah. like, "I thought it hit the returner's leg and probably bullshit anyways, but." 
Yeah, you got to be the able to count for the, yeah, yeah, the opportunity was there to, you know what I mean? At least say, your, send, say uh, your piece. They sent Osho Cinco to be an interview, to do interviews with that. Yeah. Fuck on your mind, man? Shit. <laughs> Sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> man, I'm just saying, like, NCAA needs to watch this closely. <laughs> yep, watch closely. Oh, for sure. Because I found my favorite player. Who? P.J. Walker. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, that boy was a the dog. Hero. I don't give a fuck about the team name, the Roughnecks, whatever. Yeah. But this boy, P.J. Walker, is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching this motherfucker like, God yeah, damn. damn. The way he was passing them <laughs> balls. Like, I, yeah, because I, I remember I, I text you guys when I got yep. back from working. The first play I see is when he drops back and the pocket collapses. Mm-hmm. And he just splits the two defenders coming in to just lock in on him, get him, and this motherfucker runs for, I think, 14 or 15. Yeah. Like, or that fuck? one pass when it was, and, like, double coverage and the yeah. motherfucker still caught that shit. And see, by that time, I had I guess I had already missed. He had already done so much in the first half where I'm like, I'm looking at like, damn, that shit was incredible. And people hit me up like, nah, go watch the highlights. Mm-hmm. That's probably, like, the third best play he's had today. And I'm like, damn, what? Yeah, I did show <laughs> And then, out. yeah, and then, like Busby said, then he throws in double coverage and homeboy gets up and catches that shit right there on the seven-yard line wherever they were mm-hmm. to go right. for the other touchdown. Right, right, right. Now, he's incredible. I like that guy. Showed his ass. Yeah, nah. I'm like, and no one in the NFL picks you up? I'm fucking with the other dude from, uh, what do you call it? St. Louis, man. The quarterback. The Simone cat. Yeah, uh, no, Jordan. Oh, the one starting for, uh, started Jordan, for Landry? Jordan. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. He's not starting for Landry. He's the starter of St. Louis. Who's Landry? It's, he's star- on Dallas, bro. They're, okay, yeah, Dallas yeah, yeah. Renegades. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Landry, yeah. Dallas. Makes, you know what I mean, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I would. Yeah, I. I there's it's, the XFL is like power. The all these books to me, <laughs> bro. This shit is dope, man. That's a like, week one. Yeah, and I, it, it, week one, it impressed everybody. And we yeah. and we got all what ten weeks. All the yeah. way up to April 26th? After that, my The only negative I would say is maybe they started two weeks too early because I just expect the numbers to go down with All-Star Weekend yeah. happening this oh, weekend. okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. But after All-Star Weekend, like, there's no reason for me not to go back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm for tuning sure. into All-Star Weekend. And there's Weekend only because, two games a day. Yeah, only that, two games. that's the beautiful thing about it. There's only two uh, two games a day. In the morning and afternoon. I mean, realistically, that's kind of what you get with the pros and shit. Mm-hmm. Or with, well, let me phrase that. With the NFL. The NFL, You know what yeah. I mean? You only get, like, two games. And also, you got like I was here. saying, like, NCAA take my... It's mainly NFL, but I think NCAA needs to watch this because players can just be like, hmm, you ain't paying me. Are you oh, telling me... We I, can get paid? Yeah. We can get paid $10,000 if we win? Shit. Oh, yeah, that shit's tight, too, man. Yeah, yeah. 100,000. 100,000 to split. Just a 1,000, period, for a college student. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. You mean that's 100,000 on top of what I'm, my base salary? Uh-huh. Right. Like, all the incentives to go out there and put it on the line. All I know um, is that some of these players will be, they're going to be on an NFL team in the foreseeable future after oh, this for shit sure. is over. Yeah, that's what I like about this was that, um, in comparison to the first time they did the XFL, mm-hmm. which is... I think Martine brought it up, which is a good point. They 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 did a great job making this all very personable and trying to get to mm. know the players without going into this weekend not knowing who the players were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they did. I I went back and was because I was trying to figure out. Okay, well, what are you talking about? Since I right. wasn't able to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and how you were saying, well, they're bringing up the fact that they were on X amount of teams before, yeah. but before that, when they were in college, they were the one of the standouts in the draft. Yeah. Right. So right, then right. to just see how they left the league and now they're here. And I was like, okay, I like that. And then when I saw, I forgot who was playing, but when they went up to the player on the sideline, they're like, you've had 
you broke your back like three times. Why are you <laughs> yeah. still here? And he's like, I love football. I love football. And that's the tagline yeah. for the XFL. And I'm like, I think he was on the Roughnecks. If yeah. I'm mistaken. And I'm like, that's perfect. Like, that's yeah. the tagline for the love of football, not extreme. Because that's what Vince did last time. He fucked up because he tried to make it too much like. His he, pr- he the storylines. He's trying to make it violent, bro. He tried like, to make he, it yeah. violent, like, extra violent. Ex- yeah. Yeah. Called extreme, so he yeah. tried to take it, take it there. And I remember the coin it, toss. <laughs> you still, I'll be honest <laughs> with you, I kind of like that shit. I, I, mean, like, I, I like, liked it until I, it, it happened, yeah, and then until the fuck, yeah, until someone got hurt. Yeah, yeah I, I get that part of it. Fucking broke his collarbone right there. Now that shit was fucking tight. Like we were talking about, like what was the Super Bowl coin toss? That's what it was. It was Coleman versus what's his name. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. I'm I like, would have been Breida versus Hill, though. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a man. That would have been a run all the way to the 50 yard oh line. Get the ball? <laughs> Shit. But yeah, I mean, that's what he, he took. Like, this is what he took all the. Compared to the first one, Vince had all the wrestling shit there. Yeah. And that's what fucked it up. This time, he completely took the wrestling shit out of it. Right. WWE has not even mentioned it. Unless they do, it was on Fox, because it's all they promote is on Fox. But oh, yeah. WWE does not even talk about it. They're like, yo, we're going to keep this completely separate. And it worked. Yeah, now you yeah. take all the pageantry out. And, I mean, it's the sport, bro. You know Just what I mean? Just go play the, football. The, the sport sells itself. Vince yeah. McMahon, you done did it again. Give me a hell, yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, yeah, WrestleMania going to be in L.A. Trying to go next year? I'm down for it. Fuck it. It's close. Six hours away. I went to SmackDown on Friday, too. That was cool. Uh, my boys is down there too so we could probably bounce around without having to pay for a hotel not only that there's something else I was going to talk about when it comes to Cap Cap should think about going looking at this XFL shit yeah see he that was really should mm-hmm. watching all that it was like I'm not saying it to dismiss Cap's stance mm-hmm. um, if he feels like he should still be an NFL player like okay I'm not going to dismiss what you feel but if you want to show your but ass in, well it's not only that but in knowing what we know now which is not only the NFL's part, but Kaepernick's party both saying we're done with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what's there to stop you from still playing football? Mm-hmm. This looks like a very viable fucking option. And you oh, got your sure. Nike money. Yeah. And you see how protected. I, I bet you next season he's going to go to the XFL. So, I would like him to go there. Yeah. I would also like a San Jose team. That or, San or Bay Area team. No, I want a San Jose team. Well, we had one last time, but no one likes Santa Clara, okay? Like, I, I want a team. Thing, though. I want a team in San now Jose. There's a stadium in San. We have two options, and we have a stadium in San Jose. Yeah, I think so, Oakland's gonna get it. I think Oakland will get it. That's too. that's fine, but I would like one in San Jose. Like, it, yeah. we that, have two not, options. San Jose's not marketable. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Well, what I'm saying is, is that it is. Are you kidding? Yeah, I'm just saying back then. Back then, uh, yeah. No, back, back then, shit. yeah, nah. Yeah. I agree with you, but shit, back now, then, mumble rappers couldn't make it in hip hop. Whole different story now. <laughs> hey man, I just remember when WrestleMania was out here. They could have had, they had every chance to call it the set. Oh, we're coming live from Santa Clara? No, we're coming live from San Jose. Even though we're all the way in San, we're coming all the way, coming live from San Francisco. Even though we're coming live all the I way mean, from I Santa Clara. You make two turnarounds, you're back in San Jose. So yeah, same yeah, shit. But I know what you mean. It'll be dope. Now San Jose's different now, and also just. Economically, exactly. Oh, I know. You know I saying? know like, that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I San Jose, I, I'm always. I always have to remind myself. San Jose is in the top ten of most desirable cities hey, in man. the fucking country. We had the fucking yeah. saber cats, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the cities. You know, the of sports. We got the sharks. We got the earthquakes. Yeah. Um, that would be. You know, we had the. Uh, we had yes. the WNBA team here. The uh, the storm. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, Sounds shit. like a storm. So, you know, we... And we, and we have Spartan Stadium. They yeah. have it right over there. Yeah. 
That'd be fire. I mean, Spartan staying, a Vice well, no, what stadium, I'm saying, yeah. Levi's stadium. Levi's stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was planning to focus on the Earthquake Stadium and oh, Levi's. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be fire, hey. Like, I in, mean, in person, even, even Spartan Stadium is not a bad option. It's not, but I would. Earthquake Stadium to me is more personable. Oh yeah, yeah. so it makes that, that it makes the game more exclusive. Yeah, it's hey. eighteen thousand. You better get your ass there to watch this. Yeah, if just judging from just the success of these games, man. I, more teams are gonna happen. We need to because I don't. I want to. I want to cheer for like a, the Cali team, but dude, after week one, LA already got rid of the fucking defensive coordinator and their linebacker coach. <laughs> I'm not saying Houston's my team, but Houston's your team. Houston's your team. <laughs> I just like PJ Walker, so I'm gonna be not nah, paying I, close attention bruh, to Houston. I'm it's right like, there with you because like to me, it's St. Louis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because not only do they got the quarterback, but they got Kristen Michael. I'm rooting for St. Louis. I'm rooting for St. Louis just off the strength of Marquette. I yeah, mean, so, yeah you know and what I'm Marquette. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude. Yeah. By the way, could you announcers please stop saying Marquette? That's yeah, so it's not Marquette. Annoying. It's Marquette. Get you to it. But anyway, I'm not getting used to it. No, they will. Oh, they, they I was going to yeah, tell me, I'm like, no. no, no and no, I've no, talked no. to that man for four years. No, I get the, used com- to the commentators will do it. But <laughs> yeah, man. XFL, man. Vince McMahon, you're not dead it again. Damn you. <laughs> Hats off to him. Hats off to Vince. He, he saw that. Uh, he got the fuck out the way. Now, if only you do that with your own damn product. Yeah. Get the fuck being the out the way. works, man. He gets it. Vince got the right people. He, yeah. But back Top to Kaepernick. We didn't talk about what happened last week during the Super Bowl when Hove and Beyonce decided to sit their little asses down <laughs> during the national anthem. And then Hove's excuse on why he did it. Like, man, I hate when people try to talk to me like I'm stupid. But Hove said, oh, I can't do Hove's voice, but he just said flat out that, yeah, we were sitting because we are trying to concentrate um, watching the National Anthem for Demi Lovato. That's what he I said. Mean, even, that's kind of realistic. I mean, you know, they are music artists. And they just forgot. I'm just saying. And they just that, said okay, they, the XFL point. on, I ain't got to pay attention to him right now. Huh? The XFL on, I ain't got to pay attention to him right now. The XFL don't yeah. got to pay attention to Hov? I don't got to pay attention to Hov right now. I don't, yeah. like, cause no, I know, I'm telling you about shit we missed. It's not you, but you know, people are all oh, trying to defend this shit. I don't got to defend shit. XFL on. <laughs> I ain't worried about what on. And not only that, what else happened? And then Cap called him out on it. And then fucking another story came out that apparently a report came out saying that Hov convinced the NFL to give over $100 million of prison reform. Barely no one talking about that, but we talking about it because this is the illogical sense. Got to get both sides. Also, we need to talk about the halftime show. What do you think about it? There was ass all over my screen. What's there not to like? Yeah. From that aspect. Hey. <laughs> it was pretty cool. About aspect and ascension. It, yes. Secure, secure, secure. Nearly, she stole that shit from fucking. No, that was Shakira. That was Shakira featuring J Lo. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Shakira killed that, that damn shit. Like, it was fucked up because we were talking about it. I was like, yeah, nothing else happened at the Super Bowl. <laughs> we were talking about it, and they were like, oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really surprised Pitbull wasn't involved. Or DJ Khaled. Yeah. I mean, DJ Khaled, though. yeah, but Pitbull is a pop star. So yeah. I was more so surprised. I was like, hmm. All right, well. Yeah, you got a point. Yeah, so it was just. I mean, and then the fact they brought out Bad Bunny. Don't get me wrong. I fuck with Bad Bunny. Right. You guys know that. But, like. It's, it was just weird. He ain't like, Mr. 305. Quite, yeah, like, it, it didn't have, no, like, that. Mr. 305, nigga. Seriously. Yeah. I ain't been Mr. 305. <laughs> <laughs> the 305. Mr. Sam. Yeah, but he's Mr. Worldwide now, though. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But, it was, but it's Pitbull. You gotta get that Worldwide yeah. money. Pitbull need, I mean, it would have made sense for Pitbull to be there. Sure. Nah, for sure that. Yeah. I, I thought he, maybe even DJ Khaled, but nah, man. J-Lo didn't want to see on that stage. Uh, I just thought it was funny, the outrage. 
It was outrage? Of, oh, uh, by the mean hyper-erotic or something? Yeah, shit? hyper-erotic and over-sexualized. And I'm like, what kind of Miami. shit is that? Yeah. Miami does things very differently from the rest of the world. And yeah. Um, I like what Miami does. <laughs> With yeah. that ass. I, I, like, I like it. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Music drops. Um, before we get to music, uh, just staying on the sports realm, I want to give a shout out to... Um, so Ron Rivera, uh, one of his first moves while being on the Washington Redskins, he has now hired the first African American woman oh, yeah. coach on his staff, which is Jennifer King. Uh, she was on his, she was intern on his staff with the Panthers back in 2017, mm. and then if I'm not mistaken, she was an offensive assistant on Dartmouth for the last few years. Oh shit! So she's coming in with some experience as well. Um, I like the NFL incorporating women. I know a oh, lot of definitely. men ain't going to be uh, happy with that. You know, this is a man's game. Yeah, that's man's fine. Well, world. there's some women that know this game. Yeah. And they ain't got to play to know it. One other round of applause for Vince McMahon. whole lot of black coaches. In the yeah. NFL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A whole yeah. lot of black coaches. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Even though Vince had nothing to do with that, but still. Still. His face it, is on it. It counts. Yeah. Counts. Um, and then just to let's just wither out the rest of sports right now. Uh, Martin, so, how you feeling about the Dodgers getting Mookie Betts? I think that's some bullshit. <laughs> even after, even after they canned the deal and did the deal yeah, again. Yeah, man, that that pissed me off actually more. <laughs> I was like, fuck, all right, cool, they didn't get him. Fuck, they fucking got him. Yeah, <laughs> sons of bitches. Anyway, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah, your Lakers kind of irritated me on for when y'all went against the baby Warriors. Before we get there, um, how y'all feel about Russell Wilson's haircut? I don't hey, care. Hey, man. We go suave. I don't care. Do you want to know the first thing that came to my mind? No. <laughs> that was up. First thing that came to my mind was Charlie Murphy talking during the True Hollywood Story with Prince. <sighs> oh, shit. When he said, <laughs> nah, when he said, you know, Mad Niggas used to be like, yo, Charlamar got a new girl in there. That bitch bad little motherfucker. Mickey Free isn't a girl, all right? <laughs> <laughs> That was the first thing came to my mind. I was like, "This nigga look like he is Shalimar." You a fool. Yeah. But he got Sierra pregnant, so who am I to judge? Yeah. I just want to. I just want him to go under the helmet with it. He can't see shit. He'll just go with all the drip. Just go with all the drip. All the drip. All the drip. Let your soul glow. Let your soul glow. Yes. Let it glow. I'm telling you. Out of all the Seahawks, he's the only player. Him now that most of the Marshawn's gone, he's the only player. I Loki. He cool. No, nope. outside the game, he cool. Smug. He I like Lockett and uh, Metcalf. Yeah, he Metcalf and nope. just a freaking nature. <laughs> you pushing it? Nope. Nah, I ain't pushing it. You ain't... Nope. Nope. You see one of the walking nope. around just regular nope. shit. Nah, I'm talking about Russell Wilson. Oh, with his binky. I, be I ain't of that getting too. over that shit. I ain't getting over that shit, man. He, he this motherfucker plays football with a binky. Hey, there was a murder on Boys uh. in the Hood with a binky. No, that was a blicky. <laughs> no, nah, that was a binky he was <laughs> sucking on with the blicky. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, anything else? Uh, that was it. So we get back into basketball. So what? Okay, so. I, uh, trade deadline happened. Well, that too, yeah. You guys didn't do shit. Yeah, we did not make a move. Yeah. Uh, the, apparently, well, we wind and dine, Darren Collison. I saw the shit live. Trash. Uh, after the Rockets went very small and got rid of all their centers, on my mind, I'm like, oh, we play them next. Cool. <laughs> this is a breeze. Right? Nope. Nah. 
Nah, not exactly. Um, so I was and they they even have Tyson Chandler. He was just on the bench. Yeah, he was just there chilling. Yeah, ball support. Which made me even more mad because I was like, you might as well have just played him. Seriously. I would have at least felt better about the loss knowing they yep. had a traditional center there. I no, we had to watch Robert Cummington, who the organization failed to trade Kuzma for. Yep. They didn't want to give him up for that. And I had to watch Covington do all that while Kuzma stayed on the bench in the fourth quarter. And P.J. Tucker was playing center. Yeah. Mm. AD just got to six five. AD got to become a, a man at some point. You got to go in the paint. You got to get it done. Yeah, seriously. Like once he realizes that's what's gonna take for us to get over the edge, not him playing the four, but him going in the paint and doing the big boy work. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see, man. Well, yeah, Lakers are winning right now with the Phoenix Suns, but I'm not. That about, game's over. I know, but I'm I'm still thinking about that Saturday game when y'all went against the baby Warriors because they the baby Warriors should not have been in that game. And I'm sitting there watching with my grandma, and even she was kind of shocked. Like, why are they close? They shouldn't, but I rivalry mean, games, happens, man. And it's I always tell you, rivalry games. I throw those games out the window. Like, it, though, that does not matter. The Warriors are a rivalry to you guys. Just play. I mean, play to them. an extent, yeah. No, it's it, not it's, to an extent. We played them four times a year. I mean, that's I, the most you can I play a team. Don't consider them a rivalry based on the. There's no historic there. Like, you know what I mean? It's We're like, a divisional rival. It's, so it's there's, a divisional. But see, yeah. there's still the term rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when I, you, I know, I you know, play I a know, team four I times, I mean, you only play four teams four times, and it's your divisional rivals. I know. So, <laughs> in that aspect. But, yeah, well, I mean. Whatever. And you got to remember uh, when the Warriors were going for the, during that 73 win season. Uh-huh. The last loss they had was to the Lakers, and we had, like, 13 wins that season, too. You know what I'm saying? And they were at full capacity. Yeah, I remember so, that game. You didn't let that shit go. I remember that. Yeah, no, I mean, it had to, it had to sting. Yeah, no, I, I made it sting. It was great. It was great. It was great. <laughs> nah, but that game just. It, uh, but the it game is something. Yeah, the game was, and I'm not even a Laker fan. The game was irritating just As because fuck. it was. Because I could just tell so many mental mistakes, and it was just like that was how the game started to begin with. Mm-hmm. LeBron just had that look, like like you said, he got done smoking a blunt, and he just didn't care. He had an I don't care look on his face. Seriously. He just walked through the motions. Bro, yeah. I mean, like, as we're watching this game he now. Look at his you, face. No, no, as you, no, it's not even that. As you were watching this game right now, there's three minutes left in this game against Phoenix. Uh-huh. What do you see? LeBron and AD on the sideline in the fourth quarter. They shouldn't be in the fucking game. That's where they should be on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Didn't get that opportunity the nah. last game. Like, they're nah. playing late in games for reasons that no still sense. go over my fucking head when they should be resting. It's Rondo. Yeah, I, I now I see. Now, now I see it. I see yeah. the light. I see what. Ron, you see, see how bad it is. Rossi yeah. changed his fucking bio on I Twitter saw. to include how much. I thought it was Rondo. Who, who, who's the one you hated before? Fam, we talking KCP? about KCP. I was upset nah. that KCP only got three minutes the other night. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously though. Wow. Like, what are you, like they said, oh yeah, like, he has, bro, he's he's turned his shit around. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like he he's literally has turned his shit you around. You want to lynch him now? You want to love him? Never thought I'd see the same thing with Dwight. Yeah, now now yeah, it's Rondo. Thing. I mean, Rondo, I mean, Rondo might be just sabotaging y'all because he still self. He has something blood in him. So. That's the that's the logic I've come up with. Yeah, <laughs> same man. I'm not going away from nobody on my history. Otherwise, I'm that's the it. logic I've been saying for a long time. Now. That's why I think Quinn Cook should be playing instead of Rondo. Yeah, like well, in more important. What y'all like, think of that? Much. What do you think of LeBron's six man dunk? That's what I'm going to call it. That's what he calls it. Oh, the same dunk as Kobe. Yeah, he, he I wonder called. if he knew that. That's that's what I'm. That's my biggest question. Because he first knew. he said, "Oh, I, I feel didn't like know." He had to. No, first he said, "I didn't know," and then all of a sudden like, he does an interview saying, "Well, it's like Kobe. So you ever seen that movie The Six Man? It's like Kobe sold us come to my body. And I just dunked it." And then not only that, but his son did the same dunk in warmups mm. that same day. 
Like, it just, it looks kind of eh. Like, bro, all right, did you set this up? Because it looks like you did. If he set it up, I'm glad. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, it's cool because, like, he got it on the fucking wide open and he, he put on a show. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, to me, that's I, like, y'all lost. To me, it's, uh, I was appreciative of seeing that, you know, like, I, I said once Kobe passed that, you know, I was upset with Saturday's game, but I did say I was giving them until the end of All-Star break. Yeah, you're right. Um, I just got irritated. You know, yeah, and rightfully <laughs> so. You know, we're, we're Lakers fans. Yeah, rightfully yeah. so, we got irritated. It wasn't until LeBron hit the shot to close the game out, mm. and then it was seeing him have to talk to reporters, and they kept bringing Kobe up over and over again. It was like, all right, that's the aspect I chose to ignore. I get it. Mm-hmm. You still have to play. We, as fans, get to deal with it in our own right, and we can turn off when we want to hear about Kobe on and off. Every he time you go in that hear. building, you still have to answer for that. Yeah. You Win still or see, lose. You see his logo. The Kobe, the Kobe logo is on your fucking jersey. It's on the fucking ground. It's everywhere. You look at the jerseys, yeah. it's everywhere. You so it's like, it. you know, from that aspect, all right. I did say I was going to give you guys until. And rightfully so. I mean, after, you know, in a few minutes, we'll officially have our 40th win. Yep. Yeah. The most we had last year was, what, 37? So be grateful. I think so. You know what I'm saying? So now yeah, we're back yeah, yeah. in. You know, we're two games away from officially having a winning season again for the first time in six years. Yeah, that's Y'all grateful, baby. Y'all grateful. Baby, your fans, baby, your sports fans. Y'all motherfuckers need to be fucking grateful. I mean, they, I'm just saying <laughs> in, in general. I know what you're saying. They just, they, they just not used to me and Martino. Yeah, me and Martino, we, we used to seeing them win all the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? saying like, all, sports all around. Not just, I'm just talking about football. Uh, like, motherfuckers uh, are losing yeah, their damn like, mind. Our team, like, when it comes to Lakers, like, this is, you know, this I ain't get. basketball. This is a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> all right, we, we ain't won a championship in 10 years, but shit, you want to average the shit out. That's like, but I'm seeing, years, I remember right? after the Super yeah, Bowl, after the Super Bowl, I'm seeing Niner fans, I'm putting them in quotes saying, oh, get rid of Garoppolo. Get rid of Kyle Shanahan. I'm like, what? And I was like, what the fuck? God, what the fuck? Yeah, no, that, that shit. And then, that shit's and wild. Now I'm that here shit to, don't make no damn and sense. And Bay Area Media is trying to drive that narrative now because now Tom Brady's on a, he's pretty much going to go into free agency. They're trying to say, hey, should the Niners go after Tom Brady? You know, <laughs> like you're trying to drive that wedge. And some Niners fans are going like, we should do it. I've been an official, yeah. an official... Niners fan again for one game, and even I'm looking at everybody like, "Y'all, what the fuck are you talking hey, about?" Hey, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Yeah. Welcome back. And yeah. now we're gonna get, we're gonna get. If this happens, it will be fucking um, um, Kaepernick and Alex Smith all over again. What the fuck? Shut the fuck up. It'll be all right though. I know, but yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, they you gotta get to the draft first. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Which is another thing. I'm very interested to see how this XFL stuff plays out too. Because oh yes. You remember when they end? It's right before the draft. Literally. I'm wondering how all that kind of you know measures in with some guys that they want to bring in from the NFL. Or free and, agency. You know when they have the new CBA talks when they're talking about expanding the roster to what seventy or seventy five? Mm-hmm. If they want to put in an extra game. Yeah. Because mm. remember that's what they were talking about. If they want to put an extra game, it just means that the players can cap at fifteen or sixteen games. Yeah. yeah. It would still be sixteen. Yeah. yeah. So it would mean that you would need a bigger roster for those that yeah. extra game. For the mm-hmm. reserves or whatever. So I'm yeah. interested to see how that XFL shit plays. Oh, it's gonna it. come in effect. I know what's gonna come in effect. Which means which means, you know, Vince is really gonna have to look into I know we're Going from zero to a hundred in terms of week one in the XFL to, to what I'm about to say, uh-huh. but 
Vince has to keep it in mind too. Well, shit, now do I have to look at getting an XFL team for every NFL franchise and use it as their Count minor league team? Yeah, I think that's his I main mean, goal. That's basically what it's I, think, be. I think that's his main goal, maybe. Because this is a league that you can do it. Mm-hmm. They, had, they had the NFL Europe for yeah. the longest time, and yeah. I don't know why they stopped that shit. Because it didn't work. Okay. It just didn't work. Plain and simple, dog. Like, mm. they're over there in Europe. Ain't nobody paying attention to it. Right. Them. Yeah. And they had, and there were, were pretty much players' aspects to go over to other teams, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd love for them to get to the point where you know we get uh we get the X zone to take over for red zone. She get XFL's version, the X zone, baby steps, it baby steps. Baby but steps. I'm, I want to put it in the universe. <laughs> I know. So when we get there, baby steps. You know, Vince is going. You know, they're gonna figure it out. Yeah. But anyway, what else? Is um, back to the deadline, the trade yeah. deadline. Oh yeah, all that shit. Uh. Clippers added more depth. They got Marcus Morris, which was you're basically adding a twenty point score. Mm. And uh, Busby, have you ever heard the story about the Morris twins from Kansas? No. All right, so it's Marquee, Marcus and Markeith Morris. And one day, there's several stories actually. One mm. took place on the <laughs> Kansas campus and involved a track athlete who was a woman huh. that was in between them and a football player. Mm. And it basically ended up turning into a seven on two. Huh. And the Morris Twins won. Okay. Against a football team. Wow. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. That wasn't their first rodeo. The other one was their mom <laughs> went out on a date with a dude they didn't like. That was the last time dude took his, their mom out on a date. Well, damn. Like, these dudes is, you know, they they not here for play play. You got something no. to say? Yeah, they they going to they gonna let it pop off. They bought that smoke. Like they just that. added that to the Clippers as an enforcer. Well, damn. Yeah. So they might And he could ball, too. Yeah. I mean, don't... don't... I, and that's why I say, yeah. that to the fact that he could drop 20 on a given night. Yeah. Well, shit. So, yeah, that's something to pay attention to. Williams went to the Warriors. I like that move. I, I tremendously yeah. liked the move because I still didn't understand the D'Angelo Russell to Warriors move to begin with. This shit made no sense. Like, that was a horrible fucking fit. Warriors yeah. fans lost their minds when they got rid of Russell. I was like, even I, like I said, yeah, I don't They re- don't know no better. Exactly. Guys. That's what I've seen. I, I I don't watch a lot of basketball. I don't keep in touch with all the shit. I come here for my information, kind of, and, <laughs> and ESPN. But even I saw that shit. I'm like, oh, I remember him. He made a lot of shots. Now, from, from, from Russell's <laughs> there. <laughs> From, from Russell's standpoint, it makes sense because the agency that he signed to, um, Jason was telling me that agent is always going to get his client the most dollars possible. Mm. So in order to get D'Angelo Russell the, the most dollars, it was to agree to the trade, the sign and trade, and then sign the extension with. I was uh, saying, right, it probably if, right, right. if they were at full strength with Draymond and Clay and Steph, he would have been interesting to watch. But you know. It is what it is. Oh, interesting, definitely. Yeah, but the right but, fit, not necessarily. Yeah, that, yeah, that's nah. that's where it would have gotten weird. Now, Andrew Wiggins, so though. He, so him going to Minnesota actually works out for him because him and Kat are best friends. Yeah, and the they, only one they missing is, to work together. Yeah, the only one missing together. is Devin Booker. And yep. I have a strange feeling that Minnesota's transactions ain't done. And Devin Booker's going to find a way to get over to Minnesota. Mm. Probably not um, season. I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Yeah. He's going to pull that the Eric Bledsoe with the tweets. I don't yep. want to be here anymore. Yeah. Mm. You know, they go from there. Uh, but Wiggins. I want to live here. <laughs> Wiggins in, in San Francisco makes perfect sense. Um, a lot of people talking sweet on Wiggins both uh, mm. around the NBA and also Warriors fans. And I'm like, hey, man, this ain't Harrison Barnes. <laughs> Like, he was the number one overall pick, and he could give you 20 on a given night. really could. Easy. And now you're asking him to just be a role player, not a star. Just be the role player. 
Not yeah. only that, I mean, now that he doesn't have to focus on offense as much, and he could be a better defender. And let's also paint another big picture. Now Draymond isn't in the position where he has to be the third scorer. True. On a given night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're bringing a bench that has gotten a year of experience. Oh, and by the way, in that trade, they got Minnesota's pick. Minnesota's not going to playoffs. Mm. So that's a lottery pick. So now they got two lottery picks. Well, they get Minnesota's pick for not this not this offseason, but the next Oh, one. the next offseason. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes me feel a lot better now. Yeah, I know, right? Like, Same here. I thought it was for this, this no, draft. No, 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 okay, no. thank no, God. it's for the next draft. All right. Yeah. But just how they maneuver themselves, like... Again, I got to give it to this front office. This front office ain't the front office I grew up making fun of. Yeah. It's a whole different front office. They giving respect to Kobe, and they making moves to set themselves up for another five year run. Yep. So I got to give it to them. They they did a good job with that. Um, gotta give it to Iguodala, man. Got his money. Standoff <laughs> of standoffs. Even when at the yeah. Young Guns of and I, I, everybody won in my eyes in this. I liked Iggy for saying, let it be known, I ain't playing with y'all, whatever. I ain't playing with y'all. But then I also appreciate um, Brooks and his stance. Uh, Darren, uh, was it a, this is a shame because I got on my fantasy team. Um, (laughs) Not John Morant, but Brooks, they're small forward. Oh, okay. When he was saying, I get it, but if he don't want to be here, let's trade his ass and then I can't wait to play against him so we can show him what, what Grizzly basketball is all about. I like that Ooh. from from young guys. Yeah, I remember you said that. Definitely, yeah. I like that shit too. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with either one. Like I remember people saying you had to pick a side. I was like, nah, I see it from both sides. I won three titles and I'm a Finals MVP. I don't want to play here. Fuck mm-hmm. you. And I can see it from their standpoint. We building something here. So if you ain't with us, you against us. Well, fuck right? you. I like that dog. Yep. And then I just love the Godfather of the NBA or oh, a Godfather because Jerry West is still around. Yeah, Jerry West is still around, but I mean, let's be real. Who's putting in more work at this point? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The godfather of the moment, Pat Riley. Shit. Coming in as a thief in the night, just being like, all right, Making well. all them trades work. Well, you know, I'll take Iguodala. Oh, and by the way, give me Jay, Jay Crowder, too. Because mm-hmm. Jay Crowder is the one that actually fits them long term. Let me get that. Oh, and by the way, let me just put, let me put it, I want Gallinari. And even though they didn't get Gallinari, it's just. It's out right. there. You know what? I, yeah, you yeah. know what he wants to yeah. do. Yeah, you you know my style. Yep. Yeah. And just seeing it, it was just like, and he went from the it's bay. It's fucking Pat Riley. He man. went from the bay to Miami. And beat the shit out the Warriors. No, not not Pat Riley. Not Pat. I'm talking about Iguodala. Oh, Iguodala. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Beat the shit out the Warriors right now. Yeah. So, but to get back to Iggy, so Iguodala, since he's turned the age of 33, remember he signed the the extension with the Warriors. Mm. So they still had the Grizzlies now still had to pay him out. But then he goes over and he agrees to this trade and he signs another two-year extension for another $30 million. He's going to a state that ain't got no state taxes. Yep. So in the grand scheme of things, since Iggy has turned 33, he signed on for an extra $78 million. That's just crazy. Salute that man. Get that Definitely. money. Yep. And I think he represented himself in all this. Yep. I don't think really? he has an agent. That motherfucker took the crap shit. He never Good showed up. That shit. nigga got traded, never showed up to work. Stayed in the Bay. Went to Warrior Games. Still Bro, showed up. He was at the fucking NFC up, title game. The thing about yeah. it is, he still lives out here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I think in Oakland or some yeah, shit. Yeah, he just uprooted and went to Miami. He said, I played with last night. I played with them niggas. Yeah. And then the one trade that just confused the fuck out of me. Mm. was when Pistons sent Andre Drummond to the Cavs. And I was like... Yeah. Why? They sent... Then I mean, the trade itself worked because they sent over uh, DeAndre Jordan's murder victim. <laughs> Brandon Knight. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they sent his murder victim oh, over there. Oh, shit. And yeah. then John Henson, I think a pick. 
But it just didn't make sense because it was like, any a free agent? Or at least can decline I mean, the player option or something like that? So I've been I've been trying to figure that out, too. I mean, more than likely, it's just opening up cap space. Yeah, I guess, but... You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it doesn't make sense in the long run, but I, that's it happens more often than not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you just yeah. get an expiring contract, and it's like, all right, he's all gone us, I'm, I'm curious. Cool. I'm curious to see what happens with Drummond, though, because at this point, I think Drummond got to start stepping outside and start... Practicing them threes. Shit. Well, the the center is becoming the, the the traditional center at this point is just becoming extinct. I'll say I know, this, look at Houston. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this though. After All Star Weekend, shit's gonna get really interesting. <laughs> and then I also want to give a round of applause to Seth Curry. I don't know if you guys saw, but as far as active players, mm-hmm. Seth has taken over from Steph, the uh, the most accurate three point shooter in the league now. That percentage brother, wise, big brother gone. Shit. So he has to take, yeah, he, he has to take that. Baton. I think Steph was, I think at forty one or forty three point three or something like that, mm. and Seth went at forty one or forty three point five. So he has some fuck oh, you, damn. He has some fuck you threes. It's in their lineage. That's their genetics. Fuck Seriously, you. the fuck you threes. You ever go back yep. and see Del Curry? See some highlights. Okay, go back and like go just. I won't. I, I'll take your word on it. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, in Charlotte, that motherfucker was a sharpshooter like a motherfucker, bro. I believe like, it. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. So the whole family just from full anywhere. of fuck you threes. Damn. And they added on to their family branch. <laughs> because uh, remember, Doc's, uh, Doc's daughter is married to Seth now. And Austin Rivers. Ah. And Austin Rivers and Seth are close because they played at Duke. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so their lineage is, is they now have two... Basketball families in that lineage now. That's wild. Nuts. Anything else? Uh, Music. Music makes me lose control. And I've been waiting, baby. Trump, he beat the impeachment. Yeah, next. Anyway, um, Brett, how do you say his name? Brent. Brent Fires. Brent Fires. Put some respect on it. Yeah. Fuck oh, no, no, I want to say this. You got to put respect on it because Why? he's the one that made crew. I know. Not, so, not he's the one that made his shit pop. Yeah, he's the one. Yeah, yeah he did the hook. Which was, I don't know, it was still confused me when you said that you thought that that was I the one know, that did I the did. album. But I sure did. Yeah. What confused me was it was like, all right, that did you not listen to the rest of the songs? Because that don't sound like Brent Fires in I the rest he of the said, I thought he was like a hybrid like Arbery. But anyway, fuck the world, R&B. The R&B until the R&B album. It's cool. I like. I thought it was just cool. This me. is my shit. Mm. I really like this album. I think I listened to this at least five times. Damn. Like it's uh. It, not only is it straight to the point. To me, these are the toxic masculinity lines that <laughs> hardcore Future fans have been saying Future's been putting out the last couple of years. Oh damn! Shit. Like that toxic music, huh? Like clouded. The second track. Oh yeah. I'm talking about. Just I fuck you, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying it to chopped and they chopped and screwed it. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, no, nah, I rocked with that. And then the content he was giving on Fuck the World. And then of course the single that came out last year, uh, which was Rehab, uh, Winter in Paris, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. to me was by far the track of the project. Okay. Nah, I I love this project. I, like to give it five spins, it was only because I kept going to other projects. Yeah. If if I could have, I would have let this run the entire weekend. Shit. I enjoyed this from top. It was 
It's ten tracks and it's only thirty minutes. Yeah, it was good. So, okay. Yeah, I it's, it's he. I love Brent Fires because he, his projects they get straight to the point. There's no second guessing what mm-hmm. what he's trying to do. Right. Um. He also has this tone where he sings <sighs> offbeat, mm-hmm. but it makes sense because it somehow catches on the beat too. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's his tone that makes him sound off, but at the same time he, it's I don't know how to describe it. I just really like it. Yeah, and then there was one track I forgot the title of it. I was listening to it. and I was like, I could have, he could have easily wrote that and handed that off to Frank Ocean. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Just how the performance is like. I, I heard Frank's. Tone. I think it was the first track. No, no, it was later on in the album. I think it was like it was right after um, Rehab, whatever the I track. The was first track. Time. I think the first track I heard it. I was like, this sounds like some shit Frank Ocean. There was another one though. It was later on in the album, mm. and I was listening. I was like, he could have passed that off. Like, so I, I just. I had nothing bad to say about this joint. I, I really liked it. Great R&B. Yeah. Anyway, Pop Smoke. Meet the woo! Two. That's how you gotta say it. Niggas say they outside. Niggas say it outside. Let's track <laughs> I don't fuck, man. I love that song. Niggas I, I love Christopher else. Walken. Yeah, that's a good track. I, 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 like that I love record. that fucking song, man. <laughs> but then everything else sounded low-key. This album is straight to the point. Literally, like you said about Red Fire, this album is straight to the point. 1 through 13, just... It's the same old shit, same type of beats, same type of raps, same everything. It's it is what it is. He has some growth to do, but there's some that though. This me, is who he is. No, there are some highlights for me. Uh, Shake the room featuring Quavo. Now right. Um, Christopher Walken, obviously, but then he had Mannequin with Lil TJ. Huh? I did. That was a standout for me. Like I, I really enjoyed that one too. Mm. Now, does everything sound like it runs together? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like one big old track. Yeah, but say, that's the reason why I couldn't even get to this one. Because but I went, I went and looked. I listened up, to his last one, bro. I went and looked him up. He's twenty years old. Oh shit! He's got so much. He's got so much. I know he looks thirty. Yeah, I thought he was Casanova's age. No, he's twenty. Wow. So looks thirty. So I understand from uh from the. I agree with you guys. It, there's it's it, there's just it's simple. It's just not there. It's yet. simple, but it's not there. Yeah. But the fact he's twenty. There was another young artist that I said initially I liked, but I also said it wasn't there. And I'm not saying he's going to be the next Travis Scott. Mm. I'm just saying when Travis first started and he came out with Upper Echelon, which was a fire track, but then had, um, but then he dropped the project and it just it wasn't there. Yeah. And then he came out with Days Before Rodeo, and then it was an improvement. It just still wasn't there. When he got to Rodeo, then it was there. Right. I'm just saying, some of these guys, it's going to take a few projects to get to. Mm. So he's kind of a wild card in. This project doesn't have that replay value, but mm. there were three signs on here where I was like, you, he has okay, potential. let's see what you bring on the next one. You see his potential. In fact, he's 20. You know, he, oh yeah, not for sure. He has the entire decade. I'll just say it's great workout music. Yeah, it's great workout yeah. music. But you also look, have to have an ear for that kind of like because it's what it's not drill. It's a it different type like of genre. UK, it like is kind of drill though. Sounds like that UK shit. See, I associate it with drill. Yeah, but they're calling it something else. Hmm. Like it's a it's a. I don't want to say it's a new style. It's just the name of that particular style. They're calling it something else. Gotcha. They so, don't see me outside. Yeah. Stay, but I, stay inside and find a fucking flow. But it's, it's cool. Sad to his face, though. I probably won't. <laughs> anyway. D-Smoke. Yeah. Uh, Black Habits. I was low-key anticipating this. This is the follow-up to the what the Inglewood Eye, yeah, yeah, EP, uh, EP. EP. Pretty much, I guess this is the official work that dropped on EP. Yeah, on this Empire. is uh, yeah, this is the Empire debut. 
And um, it was cool. Well, I was cool. It just reminded me too much of Section 80 Kendrick. To me. Like, there were some highlights, like Bullies and Gaspar Yanga with Snoop Dogg was cool. Sunkissed Child with Jill Scott was pretty dope. And Lights On with his brother. <laughs> and Real Body was well, which cool. Which one? Because he also he had both brothers I on. I said Lights On. No, no, you said with his brother. With Yeah, sir. he had both brothers. Yeah, both brothers on here. What was the other one? So the he, one with, uh, Another standout to me was Fly, which was his brother Davion. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they, that one blew me by surprise because I thought... That was BJ the Chicago kid mm, when I first mm. heard it. And I was like, Davion. And then I was like, well, who's Davion? And I was like, oh, shit. That's his. his I think that's the brother. youngest brother. Yeah. There's a whole family affair on this. I mean, album itself, it just reminded me too. I was telling Martin this. It reminded me too much of Kendrick. It's like, I knew when I first heard him, I'm like, oh, he reminds me of Kendrick. Well, okay. But then when I kept listening to it, I had that NF feeling. Like, okay, if I want to listen to this artist, I'll listen to this artist. If I want to listen to Kendrick, I'm going to listen to Kendrick. That's what D. Smoke reminds me of. He's a great artist. Great, talented dude. But it just reminded me too much of Kendrick. Even people say, oh, he's going to be the next Kendrick Lamar. Why? Because he sounds like Kendrick Lamar? I mean, I get it. I think people put too much stock in that. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, bro. It's like, y'all put too much into that fucking sounding like somebody else. Because, I mean, you could say the same thing about J.I.D., Oh, he sounds like Kendrick. Like, exactly. Like but you know what I'm saying? Like, you could say the same thing about a, a you know, a few other artists and shit. Like, I it, feel it's it. just how it I is. I feel it, but when but I kept, yeah. I will say, though, man, this shit. It's smooth. It, it, yeah, it, it took me, I'm not going to say it took me by surprise, because I already kind of knew what to expect from the EP. Yeah. But I guess it met my expectation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, the shit Definitely. just flowed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, for too. me, for me uh, no commas and then free. Mm-hmm. So the track before, uh, what was the track before his, uh, you were talking about his dad on, uh, like, it's called, like my daddy. Like yeah. My daddy. yeah. So yeah. free before that, I feel like that was the perfect yep. transition into like my daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just, I like the, see, I could get where you're talking about Kendrick on the, just the, like, so, what is, how it sounds musically. Yeah. Because he also incorporates a storyline. Like when it starts, mm-hmm. it's his mom saying, say your prayers and. Then he ends it with, and I pray my daddy gets out of jail. Mm-hmm. And then that's the theme throughout, because the interludes is his dad calls from jail yeah. and all that. So, like Kendrick, he has a story. I think the difference with me, though, is I don't hold that against him. I wish more artists would do that. Yeah. Well, make make a fucking story on your album. Oh, yeah. More story. Like, you know, make give a me a start, begin, uh, middle, and an end. Right. Like, but tie that's it all together. That's right. what's missing with music nowadays, man. People don't have concept. They just make playlists. And to me, I, I'll be honest, I didn't hear a lot of Kendrick influence on my listens. Mm. I heard mm. somebody that was carved his own niche, and it was just, that's just how L.A. cats... That have that put intelligence in their music. Yeah, that's just how that's the creed mm. they come from. And that that was my biggest thing is like it just sounded like it was him. Yeah, throughout the yeah. entire album. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, get, I, I get what you're saying. Like it might have sounded a little bit like Kendrick, but this is from his perspective. His perspective. You know I get it. Him. I get it. But like from my viewpoint, it just it just reminded me too much. Of but see, I think I think where you and a lot of other people who say that, I think what the downfall was was watching rhythm and flow. I and you guys that. and you guys saying, oh well, now TD has somebody like Kendrick to take over. So right off the jump, yeah, but then those I people didn't myself. And then when I'm listening to this album, I'm just like, okay, he's almost trying to be like his twin in a way. And I was, it was just like, I got that with Kendrick. That's pretty much where I'm coming from. I'm not saying it's a bad album at all. It's cool. 
It's just that little aspect of it. Maybe I grow out of it. Maybe on the next project, I probably will like it more. I would hope so because he had a lot to say on it. Oh, him. he did. Yeah, I can tell he did. Wasn't didn't have anything to do with Kendrick. I if anything, that. that the only similarity I found with Kendrick is they both come from LA County. Right. So Kendrick's story had to do with Compton. Now I'm hearing an Inglewood story. Right, I'm talking music wise. Music wise, but even music wise, and the vibe of it. Even music wise, it was. I mean, he's a trained musician. I get it. So I get that. So you, it's just the vibe I got. I, it, it was I, just. I, I know it was I, familiar. I know, to but me. I know, but you gotta understand what I'm saying. Uh huh. Which is, he can't do anything but come from that same sound. I get you. You on know that. what I'm saying? So it's like it's you can't hold it against it because I don't want to hear him over trap beats. Oh, of course not. Yeah, that'd be. You know weird, what I'm saying? So man. there's only other. Not. He only has one other avenue, which is. West Coast shit. Yeah, and for his downfall, it's the lane that Kendrick already paid. But in his defense on that, he's a trained musician himself. Yeah. So his music is going to have that influence. And on top of that, the the Spanish. Every other fucking track. Like, I mean, every... people, you could say, oh, well, Kendrick does it too. Yeah, oh, but Kendrick no, don't I'm do it to this to, extent. I'm not going to that extent. No, hell <laughs> no. <laughs> he had, like, what, one one verse, I think? Yeah, yeah. on Schoolboy shit. Yeah, the Oxymoron shit. Yeah, but... Other than that, it was cool. D Smoke, round of applause. Yeah, now this is another one I played at least. I played this one at least three times. Yeah. Because I was on the Brett Fires one, but I did give this one at least three spins. And like I said, my ears was fucked up, but I made sure I listened to this shit over and over. Mm. Yeah. What other music dropped? Uh, I had another one. Um, I finally listened to uh, the Terrace Martins um, Gray Area live album. How was that? Yeah, it was good. So the second track, they did a live rendition of uh, For Free. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. They played that. So this was uh, his, I don't know if it's his band, but it's Terrace Martin's Great Area Live at the Jam Jam. So it was at a session they did live. Hmm. Um, and it was uh, Kamazi Washington. Okay. Uh, and there were several other well-known names that he went on into the show with. Gotcha. Um, if you like Terrace Martin, just let this shit spin. Like I said, it's five tracks, but it's 55 minutes. Mm, yeah. So... Just let the shit rock. It is a jazz album. It's yep. not no hip-hop shit. It's like a vibe. Jazz it's pretty much a vibe you need yeah. to just... And it's live, it. too. So yeah. you gotta also go into that remembering that this is a live performance. Yeah. And then I also listen... I finally listened to the... Um, Jesus is The King. Sunday Service Choir, the Jesus is Born. Jesus is Born. Oh, yeah, I told you about that. I forgot about I didn't that like thing. it. It was just too long for me. Oh, yeah, I get you. Like, mm. it just it kind of... After a while, it was kind of like... All right, maybe if they just shortened some of these tracks... Right, but I this was what I wanted from Kanye to do from Jump. I didn't want the Jesus is King. I wanted this because he was hyping up. Speaking the, of that, he was hyping up the 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 choir, the Sunday service choir. Yeah. Speaking of that, so well, before that, but I did like what they did with Rain. Um, and then I like what he did with his three songs, which was Father Stretch My Hands, Fade, and then mm-hmm. Ultra Light Beam. Yeah, I like how he converted those over. Speaking um, of that, those like rumblings that um, Jesus is King too is is coming out sooner than we think. Allegedly, and I'm like, you can the, tell me all the about one that with Drake, the one with Drake, the one with Dr. Dre, the one with Dr. Dre. I mean, I'm just like, oh, well, I mean, it's just rumblings. I don't know how true it is. I'm like, okay. Also, as a but if Dre's <laughs> attached to it, <laughs> or if it's actually learned his yeah, lesson, we learned his lesson, and so. it's actually good. Man, you never know. Anyway, other music dropped. Fucking. Um, not music, but um, Bieber dropped Intentions featuring Quavo, and the video was very God's planny. You know, it was given back to, I guess it was more of women this time, like women that are going through some messed up stuff. So he's helping them out, getting them cars, getting them studio times and shit like that. And this record's actually quite good, Intentions. I was like, pretty much all the records he has dropped with the, 
I like Yummy. I don't know why people are hating this shit, but it's, it's actually quite good. Somebody says something so fucking funny. What? He said, 2020 Bieber looks like he would try to get 2009 Bieber to get it going in his van. Wow. <laughs> I mean, look at this. I'm not seriously. Seriously, I want, I, want, I want y'all to see how. Look how he looks. Look how he looks. Yeah, that's, look why, how they, he looks. that's why I was yeah, laughing because I. Yeah. Because it, it, it looks, looks like a legit. Right? Yeah. And I was watching Fuck. that. I was watching this little documentary series on YouTube and he talks about how he got into drugs and shit when he was young. He started smoking weed and he started popping pills. He started leaning. And I'm like, wow, that's what you get for kicking it with a little twist. <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember. That's when that time period he was kicking it with them a lot. Right. Yep. And then he found out throughout all that shit, he ended up getting um, for Lyme disease, and he got mono. And I'm like, oh, you got mono too, bro? I was like, oh shit. And, and how he developed mono was when the doctors thought he had bi- he was bipolar until they looked at his brain. And he was like, you don't got bipolar, bro. You got mono and shit, and you got Lyme disease. And I'm like, damn, bro, and you about to go on tour? And I looked at them dates. That's a long ass extensive date. So I'm like, pray for that, man. Yeah. So seriously, like those are long dates, man. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, what other shit? Yeah, his shit drops on Friday. This mm-hmm. Friday. Of course. Oh, some other albums drop too. I think. Um, shout out to Dave uh, Ava Duvernay. Uh, right before we went on record, I was searching for some last minute stories. <laughs> She has agreed to terms with Netflix to host a Nipsey Hussle documentary. Hmm. And that's going to be produced not only by her, but but by uh, Marathon Films, which Whoa. I guess is Nipsey's division that apparently he was getting ready to start. Shit. Hmm. So yeah, Lauren London going to be all over that shit. Yeah. Well, she's well, she got to be. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Not only, a, you know, not only in front of it, but I would guess she would be behind it. Behind it up with yeah. the production mm-hmm. as well. Definitely. Uh, so I want to give props out to that. Y'all hear what Erica Badu's doing? Selling her pussy. You hear about that? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, she's taking <laughs> literally her literal scent of a woman. Or scent yeah. of her pussy and making and it into a perfume. And she's going to turn into a perfume. So you're going to end up looking like Andre 2000. Yeah, no. Nah, in common. Cool. I'm good. You don't want that Badu on you. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I wouldn't want that. If that's what that did to those three? I don't mm-hmm. want that. No. No, don't. I might want to take away for that. Nah, nah. I just want to see. I just want to see. You want to be curious. Curious. Yeah, I want to see. See if I had the real thing. <laughs> mm. I mean, but you want, but you don't. So this is the next best thing. Hey, man, that's see, innovative. I don't want the next. Can you best know thing. damn well if Beyonce did that shit of Rihanna? Everybody would be like losing their goddamn minds. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Keep it in line with that. Uh, y'all know about the the very first City Girl? No. Oh God. Lucille Bogan. Oh, oh, the fucking um, old bitch that has all the fucking um, OnlyFans? Nah. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? Lucio, yeah, no. Lucio Bogan. Songstress in the 30s. If you suck my pussy, baby, I'll suck your yeah. dick. I'll do it to you, honey, what till I make you shit. Oh, baby, honey, do it all night long. Wow. This is not a recording of today <laughs> making no, this was this is a legit recording of back in the day when our great grandparents were getting yeah. it on. Yeah. So whenever anybody any uh, old timers try to tell you like y'all 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 music just ain't it's disgusting. 
Now, hold up there, man. Hold up, bro. Ooh, hold up. We got the receipts. Yeah. Nah, yeah. People on social media calling her the first city girl. I bet okay. you. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. No, nah, I was, uh, I, I, I had a good, I played this back. The only, yeah, the only thing that beat out uh, Brent Fires and D-Smoke this weekend for me. Was, was that shit? It's your bogan. When she hit oh, that, oh, baby. Yes. When she, she said name, I was like, wait, who? She said she suck your dick till you shit. Well, speaking of that, and then I there saw was something on Twitter. Some yeah. dude got his, some dude was got his dick sucked so good. The old girl said, "Yeah, he shit my bed." No, on the couch. <laughs> whatever, same shit. No, it's not the same shit. Couch, bed, whatever. It's, it's not the same shit. Not at all. So, you know, wide difference. <laughs> shit at the couch. I mean, I, I think I would, uh, I would keep feel, that away from me. I would feel comfortable in assuming that both you gentlemen have uh, had all received on both a bed and a couch, and I will tell you. Very like-minded gentleman like myself. Mm. There is a difference. Yeah. In elevation, I feel different. <laughs> I much prefer it on the couch. Mm. Don't, don't, don't let me sit, have me sitting, you know, feeling all... Oh, okay. shit. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get nah. what you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely a difference. Fucking look at the shit I want to talk about. We were talking about Dre. Jesus. Oh, so there's one other shit I missed out. I wanted to talk about it last week or a few weeks ago. But Just Us. You remember him? White yeah. boy? That was on Compton, yep. Dr. Dre's Compton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he dropped some tweets that didn't really get a lot of traction because no one really heard him. Heard of him after Compton came out. <laughs> didn't know who the fuck he was, man. Yeah, he fucking dropped some tweets and pretty much just said, you know what, I should have never signed a Dre. Give me a hell, yeah! Yeah. No, Rocket Science would have told you he was like broken promises, all types of shit. And I was just like, well, shit. Then I started thinking about everyone that was on Aftermath around that time period that just got weeded out. What was the list? Look, Shit. Here we go. Rock well, Kim. It starts off with Rock Kim. Rock Kim. Yeah. Eve. Joe Beast. You don't remember Joe Beast? I know y'all know Brooklyn. No one remembers Brooklyn. I definitely thought Bishop Lamont was next up after game. Shit. Mm. <laughs> no. That, uh, that, that nigga noise project is still a classic to me. Oh, that was a great project. Like, I, do you guys have the, only the mixtape version? Yup. I, I got the album version. I got the album version. Yeah, I got the album oh, version. Oh, shit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That, that shit, I still play that shit. It was going to be, it was out in his debut, that was going to be called the Redemption. Well, not, not Redemption. It was going to be called something else. Reformation, some shit yeah, gonna come out after the detox. Because yeah. he kept doing all these interviews talking about how great the music is, and Dre said, "Fuck out of here." <laughs> then who else was on there? Fucking Hitman. Hitman, of course. We'll not forget about Hitman. Stackwell. Stackwell, man. Stackwell. John Connor. Buster Rhymes. Even I don't know if Cube was officially there. He was almost, and then he left. Oh shit! Ice Cube was, was supposed to be on yeah. there. I'm yeah. Joel Ortiz. Shit, was a name that. Ugh, it's an, it's not a good name because of the ultimate history, but Hayes. Hayes? Yeah. Who's Hayes? The friend of Floyd Mayweather that killed his girl on the... Ah. Uh, yeah, remember Hayes was on Aftermath. Shit. He was on, a, he was on a deal with Timbaland. Remember they had the joint venture deal? Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Hayes was there. Um, Don Robinson from uh, En Vogue. She was there? She was signed there for a bit. Gage... Hitman, King T, mm-hmm. Marsha Ambrosius, Mills, Raekwon, RBX. Yeah, Raekwon was there. RBX. Was Y'all there. remember Slim the Mobster? Yep. Yeah. Damn. He had a whole roster over at Aftermath. Oh, Legion. And if your name wasn't Eminem, you were never coming out. Or Game. Game got lucky. He went to G Unit, so that's yeah, what you know, helped same him. Same thing. 
And Kendrick Lamar, it's just, it's all, and only people over at Aftermath, only active rappers over there at Aftermath is Eminem, Anderson Pack, and Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is lucky his shit came out because he didn't rely on Dre. These niggas kept waiting on Dre to help them, and Dre was just like, <laughs> why are you looking at me? Yeah. Your shit ain't never coming out. Hmm. It's a damn shame, too, man. And I was just talking, about, I was just thinking about it, how we have Jay Electronica about to drop his album, maybe. <laughs> oh shit, Joel Ortiz. I said that, Joel oh, Ortiz. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so his first run. Yeah. Had all them people on there. He had like a whole roster. He did. Uh, you remember the, the hook guy Dion? That used yep. to run with high tech? Yep. Yeah, he had Dion for a little while. He had Sly on there, the Nate Dog wannabe. Mm-hmm. Mm. He had a whole legion of artists over at Aftermath and did nothing with them. Shit. No wonder why these people get all fucking irritated with him. Like, dude, what the fuck? Because he trying to find that one sound. I remember, I remember, hey, man. remember Stack like Quo, that. Remember Stack Quo was saying like in his raps or in the interviews, like I just got tired of sitting in my car and just putting on music that's better than the shit we're hearing on the radio. But Dre doesn't like it. Oh, remember he had a super group. Oh, he shit. had the super group before Slaughterhouse when he first started Aftermath. Who was it? You remember uh, Group Therapy? Vaguely. Group Therapy. Nas. Scarface. RBX, KRS-One, and Be Real. When was this? What year was when this? When he wow. first started Aftermath and he released the compilation. Well, I remember that vaguely. They were a group called uh, Group Therapy and they had a song East Coast, West Coast Killers and they were signed as a group. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking nuts, dude. It's crazy how he... Eminem really fucking saved Aftermath. Yeah. Eminem <laughs> really saved Aftermath. That's the only reason why we have Aftermath artists. I wonder how his deal is because he dropped like almost 12 albums from Aftermath or 11 albums. I'm sure he restructured the deal. Oh, yeah, of course. To. With Interscope and everything. Like, he shit. Had to. You know, he comes across as a loyalist, so I'm sure he didn't even end. He hasn't even thought about leaving yeah. Dre's side. Mm. I think he just restructured the deal to make sure that Dre still gets a percentage. And Rosenberg. Because <laughs> I still do not understand how he could be the CEO of Def Jam but still babysit Eminem at the same time. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. But whatever. Aftermath could have been... Like, his, his Eminem structured his artist with Shady. 50 structured his artist with G-Unit. And then Dre just let everybody just rot. Like a whole fresh pair of bananas. Just let them rot. Basically. Yeah, whatever. Anything else? Y'all try to get y'all brooms to stand up? <laughs> no. I can't find a broom. Nah, but if we get home quick enough. <laughs> I'm <gonna> try that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't know because I'm gravitating. Even though, even though there's no reports that NASA said that shit, people are just going with it. So I'm gonna try it. <laughs> Bet you will. I'm looking at the box score of the Lakers game. We picked a funny night to talk shit about Rondo. Wow, he was doing good. I saw him make a few shots, bro. I'm not gonna lie. You want to know the stat line? Uh, not really, but go ahead. <laughs> Four rebounds, six assists, twenty three points. What the fuck? <laughs> Who is this guy? Consistently inconsistent. Definitely yeah. that. You gotta love those type of people. Yeah. People are, I know, right? Shit, you don't know what you're gonna get. Makes Seriously. them exciting. At least they played KCP oh, and Dwight shit. a lot tonight. KCP at 13, Dwight had a double-double 14 and 15. That's mm. what's up. Uh, the Warriors gave a nice little, you know, homecoming from Iguodala. Like, you know, Clay said hi and Steph said hi. Man, Clay living his best life. You seen him? <laughs> they just chilling on the bench living the best life. Same with fucking Steph. That's the first chilling. rest in five years. Seriously. They, they low-key on vacation. Yeah, I remember just because they won three, you can't negate the fact that they went to five straight finals. Yeah. Back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. Like they, you know, that's uh, 
That's an extra season and a half in playoff games. Yeah. If you think about it. And they're just chilling. Now, I think they're just loving it. Like, yeah, it's vacation. Think about it. You need 16 wins in the playoffs. You do that five years. That's 80 games. Yeah. That's just the 16 games they won. Yeah. Yeah, they still had a whole other set of games they lost during that run. Bay Area fans, Warrior fans particularly, you better appreciate these motherfuckers. That's all I'm saying. Anything else? They won't. Of course not. Like, I'm I'm saying Bay Area fans, too. It just have... Just I have to say it last week, but shout out my adult son, Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. First year All-Star. <laughs> Boy, I wish uh, they didn't go looking for Kawhi. Because mm-hmm. that trade for AD would have looked a whole lot different. <laughs> Could have been Kuzma in that trade. Yep. Could have kept Brandon Ingram. Yeah. We would have had a steady score. That was a third happens. option. Hey, everything happens for a reason. I yeah. don't understand that reason. I don't like the reason, but <laughs> hey, you know, I didn't like the I, I didn't like the reason, reason why the Niners lost the Super Bowl. But it's I don't like, I don't like the reason. But he's an all star. Yeah, and, you know, true. He got it done. I'll take it. Yeah, uh, Giannis. Want to give a shout out to him? Round of applause for having a healthy newborn son, baby boy. I also want to say that Giannis. Giannis yeah, I also want to say that Giannis should never be a general manager ever in his life. No, it's the second year in a row where you looked at the team he drafted for the All Star game and you're like, "Fam, what the fuck did you just do?" Seriously, that shit made no fucking sense. Like, I don't even know how to put it into words, man. It's basically like he, he it's, took the backups. <laughs> like, it's a game of it's a game where you're supposed to incorporate East and West. It's still an East and West game outside of three players on each team. Right. Like each team has uh, three players from the opposite conference. Other than that, it's it's basically an East versus West game again. Whatever, man. I mean, y'all like you know, of course, <laughs> like, we, knew, we knew all the, these fucking rules. We knew the Browns was gonna like, pick AD, but then Giannis comes in. Oh, I'll take Joel Embiid. Huh? What? Yeah, Kawhi Leonard's on the board. Like, what kind of shit is that? Gotta be fucking kidding All right, me, man. Yeah, and, then nah. he, and then he complains afterwards. Yeah, oh, he took my guy. Yeah, after LeBron took a Kawhi and shit. What the fuck? Yeah, like, nah, like uh, oh, nah. All right, nah, you had your shot. I mean, the the, the last three weeks Dame's having, and then he just left Dame on the board. Yeah, it's oh like, my god. Uh, I get it because he took his teammate Chris. Yeah, I mean, you but at the same, had to. but at the same time, you know, <coughs> I can't help but think Chris would have been there after Dame. Uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. That. So yeah, it is. Yeah. Really good, but it should be an interesting All Star weekend this weekend. I'm excited yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Of course. Anything else? Yeah. Per usual. Yeah, this is gonna have to be in the fields again because I just oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. eight twenty fours and the twos. You already know what to do. There is episode one sixty nine. Sixty nine. Of the Logical Sense podcast. This is your boy Busby. You can always follow me on that Twitter. Mr. Busby for lowercase 08. You can follow the podcast at Theological SP on Twitter. You can follow us on the Instagram at Theological Sense. And of course, on the Facebook. Give me a hell yeah! And of course, on all social medias, you can hit me up on JC No Honey. I know I said throwbacks was coming back last week. I lied. No. Yeah. <laughs> shit, I thought about it and I was looking at it and I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm doing two playlists next week because I'm going to do the throwbacks, but then I got our weekly playlist this week. Oh, so I was shit. like, I'm going I'm to just focus on those. Like, yeah. I'm going to get those done. <laughs> Whatever. So two playlists will be out. The throwbacks on Thursday and then the first uh, official uh, weekly podcast uh, playlist that I'll be curating will be out Friday for Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. Hmm. Nice. And you can follow me at BeatsBeKillin. I'm on all social medias. And you can search Venomous, spell V-N-M-S, on all your digital streaming platforms and uh, digital stores. You know what I'm saying? Help me get these monies up. Get these streams up. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? Put that shit in the playlist and just hit repeat. 
I so mean, play that shit when you sleep. Get that money. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> All I can say now is round of applause to Courtney Kemp. We were wrong. Yeah. We'll be back. And then also, uh, shout out to all our listeners. Back to them too. I, I've gotten a lot of comments and a bunch of our listeners saying thank you to us for helping them get through everything that's going on with Kobe. Well, you're um, welcome. And, you're welcome. You know, like, <laughs> they, we've been an, an outlet for them to not only laugh and try to just get their minds off of what's going on, but mm. when we do talk about Kobe, it's, they, I've gotten a lot of good responses to that mm. so that's appreciate up, all the yeah. responses and you know shout out they, to they, y'all. We, yeah we, we do it for y'all and yeah we do it for we, y'all glad you guys keep coming back every shit. week y'all come back every week give us listens and shit but yeah like i said shout out to courtney kemp shit we'll be back in the summer shout out to vince mcmahon i mean you did it and i don't know fuck seahawks anyway we out this bitch <laughs> <laughs> to ascend to the drive-thru peace, peace.